Transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 251 of the Mink and Dish podcast right here on Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I am Scott the Bot Savage along with, and unfortunately not with us, he's on assignment in Kenya, is Joe. A birthday in Kenya. He's celebrating his birthday in Kenya. Yeah, well, actually, um, uh, we're going to throw him a surprise party. He... He thinks he's going to Kenya, but in reality, mm. we just blindfolded him, and we're driving. He's driving in circles in the uh, in the uh, Walmart parking lot. We're gonna do that for about maybe four or five hours. Oh, we're gonna take him home, and then we're gonna decorate, and it's gonna be a Kenyan themed uh, surprise oh. party. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, we we even got him a nice cake shaped like Usain Bolt. Okay. <clears throat> it's gonna and be great. Well, I mean, who doesn't love Usain Bolt? Uh. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You look at Usain Bolt and you think, man, Usain got cake. Now Usain is cake. Uh, apologies if I keep clearing my throat a lot. Same here. <clears throat> because we ha- we went to st- uh, not just Starcast. We went to well, we did go to Starcast. <clears throat> yeah, but that didn't cause our throats to be like this. Uh, we went to AEW Full Gear, which we'll talk about later in the show. And we uh, did go to Starcast. <clears throat> yes, the aforementioned uh, Starcast. So we've been yelling, hooting, hollering. Our throats are a little bit yeah. not done, but like they're a little bit, you know. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> and I don't know about Wade, but my feet are killing me. I'm fine. Well, fuck you. Uh, but fuck you <clears throat> and fuck your feet. Also, apologies. Thank you all for downloading episode 250. It was a good turnout. Um, I want to apologize. We said we were on Spotify, but Spotify is still processing it. Five days, uh, yeah, five days, no, six days later of this recording. Still processing. Yes, and so, so and so, if you're listening to the <clears throat> opening, you're thinking, "Well, wait a minute, you guys aren't on Spotify. We're covering our asses for when it does end <clears throat> up on Spotify." Uh, that's called uh, covering your bases. Yes. So apologies. I never uh, uploaded a podcast to Spotify. Did not know it was going to take super long to process. And it's so weird <clears throat> considering because like, I we- did a couple days before the episode aired. Well, and it's also kind of weird because we just uploaded. Uh, in September, our EP, the Saw When We Rain EP, which is also on Spotify, yeah. uh, Meteor, search Meteor King if you want to go ahead and check that out. Um, up to you. Um, but, like, that went up like it was supposed to. I don't understand if podcasts are different. Do they have to actually listen to the it's podcast? Pro- it's a bigger priority because we submit it through a third party. Well, not just that, but I'm just saying, like, do they actually have to, like, go through and listen to the podcast and then <clears throat> Probably not because it? the podcast for Spotify is fairly new. So they're probably like newbies at it. But anyway, <clears throat> if it appears on Spotify, cool. If not, you still got plenty of other places you can listen to it. Anyway. Yeah, but if it does end up on Spotify, <clears throat> we were ready for so it. So we're going to talk about all kinds of thingamajigs. Thingamajing. Thingamajing. Man, I swear to God, if we were like one of those Comrade Thompson podcasts, that'd be a t-shirt Chat right there. Out. That would be a t-shirt, <clears throat> I think. Want some blue chew? <laughs> just a picture Just a picture of Wade <clears throat> looking all happy. Thingamajings. Uh... Trying to think, did anything happen this week that was important? 
The things that happened that was important, most likely. Can I remember them after that crazy night last <clears throat> night? I don't think so. Uh, um, Martin Scorsese still hates Marvel movies. Yeah, I, although <clears throat> I will say, I understand where... He, I, I have a better sense of where he's coming from now. But here's my here's here's my problem with all this stuff, and it really goes along with anyone who takes something they do like so seriously. Like that's what like I'll tell you I'll tell you I hate using the a word. What's the a word? Art. <clears throat> it's art, Scott. Here's here's why I hate art using cast. here's why I hate using the it's word art. Here's the reason why I hate using the word art. Whether it comes to you know traditional mediums like painting, yes. sketching. Yes. Uh, sculpting, whatever. To me, art is such a contextual, such a subjective, mm. or is it objective? Which one's the one where it depends on the person? The subjective or objective? Either one. Well, whichever. Subobjective. Basically, it's up to the individual, I think, to determine what is art and what is not. It's not something that I think you can paint with a broad brush and say, this is art, this is not. Because something that might be art to you may, may be shit to somebody else. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, how many times, wait, have you gone into, like, a museum or you've gone into a place where <clears throat> someone has paintings up and you'll see a painting and you'll see – it'll just be, like, two squares. And you're like, how the fuck is this person selling this for, like, $400? Yes. You know, now to us, it's just fucking squares. But to that artist or to other people, that could be something. That could mean something <clears throat> deeper. Yes. And that's all well good. But I'm not going to shit on the person <clears throat> who painted it and tell them, well, that's not art. Because you know what? My definition of what is art and their defi- definition of what is art are two different things. And his, his issue is like it's – it's <clears throat> you're basically saying it's like it's just a genre film. They're producing all of them. Meanwhile, he also notes that he loves like noir films and like – Back That's a those, genre. Uh, back in those days, they just churned those out. He also says like he loves like Universal horror movies. They churned those motherfuckers out till there was no uh, water in the well. Like fun <clears throat> fact about the Universal monster movies: the original shared universe. <clears throat> a lot um, of people forget that Universal, and it's so funny because they did the dark. Uh, they tried to do the dark uh, universe, and they failed thing, miserably, and they failed. <clears throat> but it's like, but back in like what was it, the thirties? 40s, whenever, or 50s, like that period. When they did the Wolfman Frankenstein, yeah. probably about 40s. Well, well, no, but I'm saying, but even going going beyond that, because I think Creature of the Black Lagoon was only like early 50s. Like it, it's really no, it is. I believe it is. Forties, man. <clears throat> if it's if it's if it's forties, it's late forties. But I be, I do believe that Creature of the Black Lagoon is like one like the earliest of those famous. 1954. Ones. Holy shit! <clears throat> and you call yourself a movie actor? It feels like it's in the 40s. <clears throat> but anyway, <clears throat> at any rate. But meanwhile, he's also known for Goodfellas, Casino. Like you're good at crime genre. But you know, but you know what else he did? And this mean is what streets. No, you want to know what else he Gangs did? New York. He did Shark Tale. Okay, he did Shark Tale. Okay. Now here's my whole thing, and I don't think he's necessarily shitting on Marvel movies. It's just more like stating the obvious. It's like he just he, meant it like. They're making money. I, th- I honestly think I agree. I know his. I do believe his heart's in the right place. Like I do feel like he believes like what 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 movies like this are art. Movies like that are a business. But here's the thing: the movie industry is a business. It's the film yes. business. It's the movie business. And I'm sorry, but like you can shit all over Marvel because that might be the art house thing <clears throat> to do. But like if it's making money, I'm not saying you have to cater. 
to what they're doing, <clears throat> but maybe see <clears throat> what they're doing. Yeah. Try to take a piece of that, apply it to what you do, so you can suck somebody in. <clears throat> you know, kind of lure the like. I'll give you a great example. Drive. Yes. They lured people in like, oh, this is going to be like, one, you know, like a, a Fast and the Furious action oh, no. movie kind of thing. <clears throat> but then you burn. get in there and you realize there's more to it than that. Now, do some people like that? No. Do some people like that? Yes. But also think, with Marvel, as popular as those movies <clears throat> may be, do some people like them? Yes. Do some people dislike them? Yes. So – it's still a fair thing. It's, it's you know, also, like it's, some it's, people are going to appreciate that even because you're going to make a movie that's going to appeal to that audience on paper. But then they come in, they get a whole nother experience, mm-hmm. and that might open the door to somebody who's going to watch your mo- your other movies mm-hmm. who wouldn't have watched them other way. Because then they're like, oh, Martin Scorsese directed that shit. Let's see what else he did. <clears throat> Oh shit! He did a movie called Goodfellas. That looks pretty interesting. He did. Uh, he did raging. He did raging bull, right? <clears throat> yes. Raging bull boxing. Last, Fuck yeah! Last, Last temptation of Christ. Willem Dafoe is Jesus with a fucking axe. Sign me up. Gangs in New York. Here's the thing. Shall, Here's the thing. In, if, if, instead of Shutter sh- Island. Oh. Instead of shitting on the thing and trying to convince everyone else it's not art, because that's just a fight you're not going to win. If people really like something. Being the being the uber cool badass who's gonna go against the grain by saying, "Oh yeah, you know that thing that everyone thinks is popular." Well, I think it's stupid. What is that's not, that doesn't win you any fans. You know what I mean? It doesn't win you any praise. It doesn't win you anything. It's just gonna have people say, "Okay, boomer." It's just well, <clears throat> well, not even that. What it's gonna do is it's gonna make your already existing crowd happy, but it's not gonna draw anybody to. What you're doing <clears throat> now? Like I said, if he was a little, if he would have been a little more clear about his motives and where he was coming from, I think we would have had a much better. We <clears throat> would have had much wow. backlash. And, <clears throat> and, and now Francis Ford Coppola, on the other hand, I don't agree with him. He is basically like I'll say <clears throat> this: Martin Scorsese, I think, has the right head about this. The problem with Martin Scorsese was. <clears throat> what happened was he was in a junket for the Irishman or whatever, <clears throat> and someone asked him the question: How do you feel about Marvel movies? And then he said what he thought about Marvel movies, and then that person made a fucking clickbait headline, and it's it's like the Joker movie. It spreads like wildfire when you put these little snippets of things. And then Martin Scorsese had to he had to go in the New York Times and write a piece <clears throat> to explain his ways because of a junket question that they. Why would you ask Martin Scorsese but, that question? But also, he should have been smart enough to oh, know no. what they were doing. Yeah. I'm again. I'm not Coppola. saying. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm saying he should have been smart enough to know what they were doing. Should he should have he should have played it nice. And then if somebody asked, well, why didn't if somebody went and asked him, well, why didn't you give a straight answer? Then he can explain himself well, with Cop- better. Coppola is wrong. Well, the problem with Francis Ford Coppola is Godfather Three, dude. I'll give no, no, well, no. I, well, no. Forget about that <clears> one. That one. Um, cause at least with Martin Scorsese, as I said, he did Shark Tale, but he only acted in it. He didn't direct it. Yes. He didn't write it. He only he acted for his in kids. it. And not only that, <laughs> but kids. I did like the little fish that kind of looked like <clears throat> him. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola, however, directed Jack. Fuck that movie. I love Robin Williams as much as the next guy, but fuck Jack. And you know what, while we're at? Fuck Patch Adams. Also. I said it. Also, um. And I love Robin Williams. But, do not, do not take but, that the wrong way. Fuck yeah, Flubber. Oh, who doesn't love Flubber? A lot of people don't. What? <clears throat> yeah, anyway. Who the fuck? Let me play this. Hey. 
tweet us if you don't like Flubber. I'm not going to get mad. I would just love to hear your argument against Flubber. That's all I'm going to say. And I just want to hear your argument against Flubber. I'm not going to hold it against And you. then write a New York Times piece. I think it was the New York Times or, or the, the reporter or whatever. <clears throat> anyway, his basic thing, like his, most of the thing was he was bitching about the how movies are distributed now. That's not immoral. That's just that's the te- lo- <clears throat> that's technology. That's te- that's technology passing you by. It's the rent. And, the, and you know it's, what? It's, it's the the video rental store, but digital. And you know what? That also goes to Quentin Tarantino as well. Mm. How he's all like, oh, but it's got to be on whatever millimeter film and whatever like that. It's like, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing about about it. Number one, digital <sighs> is so much easier. It's so much more convenient for everybody involved. Not Hollywood directors, but independent directors too, and budgets and and editing. But Everything it's just convenient. So much for, easier. It's just convenient for everybody, including <clears throat> the, the movie theaters, <clears throat> because they don't have to worry about this fragile piece of film. Yes. They literally have the movie on a thumb drive. They pop it in, and there you go. Now, is it as cool as the way it used to be? No, but that's just how it is. And the <clears throat> fact that like. This fucking rat face, oh six headed little oh. baby man oh was like, "Wah wah, Star Wars, man! You need to, you need to adapt your theater for my <clears throat> movie." Like, all the problem is, and I hate, and I don't want to be an okay boomer guy, but like, you gotta stop living in the past, man. You have to see <clears throat> where your business is going, and you need to go there. You need to follow in the footsteps. You can, st- and because like we're not talking about the storytelling. As far as I'm concerned, the storytelling has always been the same. <clears throat> there might be some tweaks here and there, but storytelling is timeless. Like, uh, I think- but but when you're but like when it comes to like the technology behind it, you need <clears throat> to go with the flow, or you're gonna be left behind. What? If you don't, that's the thing. If you go the wrong way, you're going under the wheels. You're gonna get <clears throat> run over. Like Kevin Smith said, like, I think on Red State he started using digital. He was like, it's so much easier. It's so much better. I can edit anytime I want now. I can edit on my laptop. I don't have to have a big old fucking... Because Clerks, they did it inside the store. They edited it like, you know, they had the... They edited in the video store to be <laughs> yeah. specific, which is, you know, fitting. Uh, also, um, the one thing I'll praise about Marvel is they give a lot of independent directors a shot. Yeah, they, Gunn, they do. Taika Waititi, uh, Scott Derrickson, and the, the Doctor Strange, Mark Webb. Yeah. Who did... Uh, is it Mark Webb? No, he did Amazing Spider-Man. And, and bringing in lesser known John Watt. John Watt, that's his name. He uh, he did the, made the the Spider-Man movies. No one's ever heard of him. Yeah. Until then. And bringing in like you know, get, not only bringing in lesser known actors like Tom Holland and uh, Chris Hemsworth. No, Chris Hemsworth was kind of Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Evans like, was Chris also Evans, like yeah, like <laughs> they brought in guys. They revived Robert Downey Jr.'s career. Yes. They did what no like. Let me put it this way. As artistic as Scorsese and Coppola are or have been, <clears throat> none of them could have brought Robert Downey Jr. back to prominence <clears throat> the way like, the Marvel did. I'm just going to be real. I'm not saying that to be <clears throat> a dick. I'm not saying that they aren't good guys. I'm not saying they wouldn't have tried. I'm just saying Marvel what was the only – like Iron <clears throat> Man was what did it. John Favreau. It proved John Favreau was more than just an actor. And guess what? John Favreau... Well, he did Swingers. <clears throat> I know, but... Well, uh, John Favreau... Who, who gives a fuck? No offense. He, who gives a fuck about he Swingers? He recently directed The Jungle Book. Huge popular movie. He did fucking <clears throat> do that. Taika Waititi just released Jojo Rabbit. Uh, James Gunn has just been just on fire. Yeah. You know, well, well, the thing about James Gunn is he's been, he was big in the independent scene doing, for a while. <clears throat> he got a little bit... Like I said, it, it, he got a little bit of a, a name slither. with... Um, 
with um Slither. the well no the uh the Dawn of the Dead remake and then he did Dawn of the Dead remake. Yes he did. Jackson Zack Snyder did. I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder did. James Gunn worked on that movie. He worked on it, but he wasn't director. But he was still credited on <clears> it. Yeah, but he, he, as a director, he did Slither and Super, and those were starting to get big. And then he, you know, got the thing. But the biggest thing is, like, what my problem with the whole Marvel thing is, the whole argument is, saying they're not cinema and storytelling is bullshit. You mean to tell me that Iron Man? Yeah, he uh, he <clears throat> co-wrote it. Okay, you mean to tell me that Iron Man isn't a great tale of the, the, the first movie? Is not a good tale of redemption. I'm just saying, it's all you there. You mean to tell me that Winter Soldier isn't a great spy thriller? You mean to tell me that Guardians of the Galaxy isn't a good space movie? If that's the case, take Star Wars out. Well, no, here's the problem. The problem <clears throat> that they have, and I hear this so many... Sort of dark, okay. I hear this from so many, quote-unquote, cinephiles or or movie snobs or stuff. It's like, but they don't take any risks. Like, okay, first of all, I don't know what that actually means when people say taking risks because no one ever wants to explain it. Yeah. Number two, you know what you're getting into. Why complain? Here's the thing: no one putting a, no one's putting a gun to your head to watch these movies. If you have if people have a problem with you not watching it, <sighs> fuck it. Don't watch the movie. You don't have to do something just because someone you feel pressured into doing it. How many wait? How many <clears throat> movies have I watched that I felt pressured into watching? None, because I don't watch movies if I don't want to watch them. Uh, they like they like play. Uh, okay, we're gonna you know. Um Okay, so they're playing it safe. Uh, the J. Jonah Jameson scene and Spider-Man. Um, doing a completely different Iron Man 3 movie with the Mandarin. Yeah, no, uh, that wasn't playing it safe, uh, I'll admit. Killing so many characters in Endgame. Like, well, like, killing Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. No one cared. Doing a love story between... Uh, did, did they all pay off? No. The like, host, do they the need, a, do they need a character? To, do they need a white character to say the N-word? Like, what does that mean? I'm serious. What does it mean when you say they play it safe? Is it uh, as far as the story? Is it far as far as the filmmaking? The directing? What the fuck does We need the first Marvel mean? sex scene. Like, Howard the Duck sex scene. Like, I'm sorry that it's well, not... There, no, there I'm is, sorry it's is. not dark, depressing, and makes you want to kill yourself afterwards because that's quote-unquote real. I've got news for everybody. Gritty... Dark and somber, depressing, does not equal real life. If that was the case, you would have killed yourself when you were one. Okay. No, I'm not encouraging it. I'm not encouraging it at all. I'm just saying, you need people just need to get off this fucking idea that unless it's it has to be serious and it has to be dark and it has to be depressing and it has to be gritty because that equals realism. That's not that, that they are not synonyms for realistic. You can ha- tell a happy story and it still be based on realism because <clears throat> happy shit happens. I'm sorry that's not what the fuck you want to see. <clears throat> I'm sorry you'd rather take your problems from the world and put them in your entertainment. But some of us real <clears throat> motherfuckers, some of us people who are tired of dealing with that shit, just want to go and <clears throat> sit in a movie theater theater or popping a disc or go on netflix watch a movie and maybe feel good about about what we're watching and feel speaking, good about ourselves and be happy when speaking it's over. feel good about yourself uh dr sleep <clears throat> i saw dr sleep this one's all you i got no dogs in this fight oh don't worry because <clears throat> i'm just saying, i have i do not you know like what I, here, so i can put spoilers here. i don't like the. <clears throat> i'll say I, I don't like the shining i don't hate it i just don't like it it's just not for me <clears throat> Um, so, I, and I found out a lot of people don't like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. I thought this was just like one of those universally like fuck yeah movies, but apparently it's not. I'll say this. Did not know that. Uh, I, after watching this movie, I watched uh, Room th- 237. It's so interesting. Because some people, they have valid like 
arguments about it. Like it's about the Indian, the Native American genocide, um, how the structure of the out the Overlook is weird because when the one scene where Jack is like um, having the drink in the red room, he's having the drink. He's having the drink, and he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Then he goes into the bathroom. Here's the bar. He goes into the bathroom. The bathroom is right here. And then he turns, and then he goes here. So when he turns into the bathroom, he is in the placement of the bar, where the bartender is, but he's in the bathroom. So it's, like, weird, like, kind of, like, how structurally it feels weird and all that. Like, there's a lot of, like, weird things going on, but there's a lot of, like, stretches. A lot of stretches. Like, holy shit. It's interesting to watch. But anyway, Dr. Sleep. Um, it's... They start the scene with um, Danny as a kid. They have a different kid. It, Obviously. They don't have uh, Shelly Long. Not Shelly Long. What the fuck's her name? Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall. Why Shelley do Long. I know more about <clears throat> movies than you today? I've been watching... <laughs> what the fuck? No, no, no. no. They go back. I've been watching Cheers. I never really watched Cheers, but... No, no, no. I know, but I'm just saying... Shelly Long is in Cheers. But I'm just saying, <clears throat> I, I just feel like I'm the movie expert this no. episode. I don't know why. I don't like it. <clears throat> no, no, no. Shelly Duvall... Be the movie <clears throat> expert again, Wave. Shelly Duvall. I'm like, sorry. I've been watching Cheers, so Shelly Long's on my TV a lot. You <clears throat> just, like... You just want to go where everyone knows your name. Where everyone's glad you came. Ah. <clears throat> uh, you want to <clears throat> go... Where everyone can see the troubles are all the same. You just want to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah. Just admit it. Okay, so, <clears throat> so they, they have a different actress playing her. They have a di- they also have like flashbacks of Jack Torrance, and uh, they don't have Jack Nicholson. They have someone that looks like him. <clears throat> so and I do like they do like flashbacks, and they show that like they show the scene where you know Jack's like got the bat. Or, no, Jack's going up, and she's got the bat going back on the stairs. They shoot it with the new actors. Yeah. <clears throat> so it makes so. Also, I can I can I could probably explain why. From what I heard, Shelley Duvall has gone through like a lot of problems over the <clears throat> years. Um, like, I don't know if it was mental or, or physical <clears throat> or what have you, but I know she's been going through some shit. Well, you would have to not, they have to Apparently, the same age. Well, not just, well, yeah, but you, but with, nowadays they can, like, <clears throat> digitally yeah. do it. Um, and with Jack Nicholson, I just straight up think nobody wants to work with Jack Nicholson because he's a dick. <laughs> anyway. I've heard I've heard horror stories of working with him. Anyway. There's, uh, and from what I heard, they're scarier <clears throat> than The Shining. So, <laughs> so it takes place with... Uh, in 2011, so it goes from like 1980, and it shows these kind of group of people. This one person named Rose, Rose the Hat, um, and a bunch of these other misfits that basically kill children and steal their souls to keep them living forever. Their shine takes away their shining, their shine. <clears throat> so out of fear and pain, so they they basically predators. So they kill. They don't know about Danny Torrance. So 2011 happens. Danny Torrance is basically an alcoholic, just like his dad. He's really living up his to his dad's. That's that's what he grew up with, and that's what he knows. So he's like hiding the pain or whatever. He meets with um, what the fuck's his name? The black guy from The Shining. Oh God, what's his name? Give me a second. It's gonna kill me. Give anyway, me a second. I'm not the movie expert. Just keep going. <clears throat> so he's like an imaginary friend to um to Danny Torrance, basically saying like you got because Hollerin, <clears throat> Hollerin. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So he uh. So what happens is <clears throat> he still sees, and he's a case, still sees like the woman in the bathtub. He still sees visions of the people from the out- Overlook. <clears throat> so he hides them in boxes in his brain, which are in the maze, at the snow maze. He's, he's hiding them in boxes in his brain. <clears throat> so when the spirit visits him, he stops it. So <clears throat> Danny Torrance is, you know, he, he goes to New Hampshire to find new life pretty much. And he find, becomes, goes to AA 
and stuff like that. Meanwhile, there's this girl who's five years old, and um, she has powers. She has the shining powers. Basically, she can like control things with her mind. She she can have spoons like uh, floating in air. She's a fucking <clears throat> like yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, Dane Torrance throughout the next eight years till 2019, he's working as an orderly <clears throat> at a hospice. And he has this cat. This cat just goes, basically goes in, the cat goes in any room when it knows someone's going to die. Like the last moments, the cat's there, I can tell. <clears throat> so he goes there and he's like, holds her hand. And he's like, it's going to be okay or whatever. <clears throat> and then like, they're like, oh my God, I'm so scared, scared. And he uses his like mind powers, like basically can talk into your brain saying, just sleep. And the guy's like, thank you so much. Because it kind of tells him, Relax. It's fine. You're just going to pass. There's a world after this. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so they die. That's how he gets the name Dr. Sleep. Say so thank you, Dr. Sleep. Because they think he's God damn it. <clears throat> they do say Dr. Sleep. <clears throat> yes. Why don't you give me, why don't you give me a fucking. Because I was in the movie theater. I don't take my phone out. <clears throat> but anyway. They See, do... dude, we got to get on top of these title drops. They do say Dr. Sleep because he helps them go to sleep when they die. Which is very, it's very nice scenes. What. Ewan McGregor. Ewan. 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 Ewan McGregor. Sorry. Um, Ewan McGregor does. He does a great Danny Torrance. Like <clears throat> you, every scene he's in, he, when he's holding the, the, the letting them pass, very heartfelt because they're like legit scared and like it's gonna be fine. And he does it for eight years, and it, you know it's you know he has uh, he's cleaned up, shaved, he's cleaned up, he's been sober for eight years, he's doing good, <clears throat> and he gets his like chip, and he's like. So wait, so it goes from 2011 to like today? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and it's like, this is for my dad. Because he, before we went on, basically, and looting it, before we went to the Overlook, um, he was going to do better. He was going to do better with his alcohol. <clears throat> he was going to do better, but this is for him. So he's living on the weight of that alcoholism, which is like super, like really, like really well done. But rather than get <clears throat> it, but rather than going into it, like, yeah. you know, he was, like, now he's kind of, like, <clears throat> use it almost as an example of what, how not to be. <clears throat> Meanwhile, he, when he's, he has an apartment at some, like, professor before and made, like, a whole wall at the chalkboard for his theories. <clears throat> so in 2011, the five-year-old girl has been writing on that chalkboard with her brain, like, hello. And then they've been kind of pen pals for, like, eight years. Yeah. <clears throat> and then... Now is the girl <clears throat> dead? No. Okay. She's alive. And she, like, when she's sleeping, they take... The, the, the group is still going on. They take the they take a kid who's actually the main character from Good Boys, the, the little kid, and they brutally fucking murder this kid. Like when they stab him, like you can see the soul come out. Like it's really fucked up scene, and it really shows that they're real villains. So remember, <clears throat> kids, according to Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola, killing children <clears throat> is art. Um, Remember that killing children is art. Quote Martin Scorsese <laughs> and Francis Ford Coppola. But continue. <clears throat> so he, so they it's so brutal because the kids like screaming and stuff like that, and they're like basically sucking up the soul like vampires. Like they're really fucking weird villains because they're like we gotta live forever. I mean, they, they, they're not immortal, but like they suck soul that makes them young. They're not. They're not. So <clears throat> what you're saying is, that, wait, wait. So even when they're young looking, they can still like, or is it kind of like as long as they keep. Sucking that stuff in, it'll prolong their life. Yes. <clears throat> okay, so they're not immortal. So they they can die, but as long as they keep so going, they'll, they'll keep going as long as they can keep they're, acquiring. The group is called um, the True Knot. The True Knot, like knots, as in like a knot. More like the, more like the True Nuts. Am I right? <clears throat> um, hey, comrades. <clears throat> so he um so they like there's this grandpa Fleck grandpa Fleck guy 
Uh, who was um, wait, Grandpa Fleck? <clears throat> you mean the Joker? Remember, um, sorry, sorry. I think it's the or is it Flick? But <clears throat> basically, remember the guy from Men in Black. The when they were meeting, the, the, the one alien is like, oh, I'm really tough. He played Lurch. He played Lurch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I remember yeah. him. He plays. He looks like he's been around for like centuries. He's seen like pharaohs and shit. Like he's <clears throat> this is like a long current thing. So this vagabond kind of vampire people. <clears throat> so the girl. Yeah, it's Flick. <clears throat> so the girl realized, like, manages in her sleep. She's watching this kid die. And her power is so strong that Rose the Hat sees her. And it's like, someone watched us from half the country away. That her, sh- she's got, let me call it steam. She's got a lot. She's the whale. We gotta go get find her. <clears throat> so they're trying That's to find her. <clears throat> and basically she's like, telling Danny, like, hey, so I saw this murder, basically because the chalkboard, where she freaks out, the chalkboard shatters and cracks. And it says, Murder. So when Danny's like gets up and he looks in the mirror, it says red rum, and it's like, oh fuck. And it sparks because he's forgot about all, all the shit. To which everyone <clears throat> in the theater goes, ah, they did the thing! Yeah, because that, that spark Sorry. Is, that sparked it. He was like, oh no. <clears throat> uh, no, it's just because that's all that's that's what movies are now. They did the thing. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> so So this whole thing is you got it. Okay, so the one of the guys grabs the kid his baseball, the kid was a baseball player. He grabbed the baseball mitt. You gotta dig up the body and get the mitt, so I can because he has his fingerprints. I can see where he is. <clears throat> and this whole there's a whole cat and mouse between like the true not hunting her down and Danny Torrance. They eventually team up, <clears throat> and um, they fuck up a lot of people. They fuck up like the true not get real fucked up. <clears throat> like this one girl, I like, can basically tell you, shut up. She can basically tell you quiet. Basically, she can tell when she says something, you do it. <clears throat> so she has mind control. <clears throat> so Dan- yeah, Danny, Danny Torrance and his friend Brian are like shooting motherfuckers down. <clears throat> Just shooting motherfuckers down because she tricked them. But luckily, but one, not luckily, the one, the true, the one, the main true knock guys outsmarted her because she like took one of her objects and made it projected to be her, but it's not her. It's like a stuffed animal. Yeah. But he knew and he took her at the house. <clears throat> so when they kill the last girl, <clears throat> the girl's like, the guy, Brian's like, yeah, fuck it, fucked you up. And she's like, before she dies, like, she's like, kill yourself. <clears throat> and then he's like, no, 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 no. And blows his fucking brains out. I was like, fuck, man. Because remember, guys, <clears throat> su- suicide is art. <clears throat> Quote Francis Ford Coppola and Martin Scorsese. Suicide, <clears throat> killing yourself, is art. Anyway, let, let, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. You can keep on doing that. Let's move on. <clears throat> um, so it all culminates to where it's just Rose... And, and Danny's like, we can't beat her on our own, but there's one place I know that is not good for people like us. They feed off people like us, so they go to the Overlook. <clears throat> that's a good idea. <clears throat> I'm not shitting with me. I'm just saying that's no, a good no, idea. Danny's like, Danny's like, don't go in there. Stay in the car until I, I got to wake it up. I got to fucking turn everything back on. <clears throat> so he goes there, and, and you just see like the you see what the <clears throat> just retelling of the whole area, the whole layout. He ends up at the bar and just sits and he sees like the, the, the empty glass <clears throat> that his dad drank at that bar. And he's like, I sit there like, oh my God. And then <clears throat> all of a sudden, Lloyd, the bartender, shows up, but Lloyd is Jack Nicholson. His character is Jack Torrance. <clears throat> and he pours him a drink. Does it actually <clears throat> Jack Nicholson? No. Okay. He pours him a drink. And he's like, have a drink. And he's like, 
Do you remember? Do you remember anything? Do you even care that mom and I had to move to Florida because we don't like snow because of this place? Do you understand what you've done to me? And he's like, just drink. Take your medicine. And it's this whole thing like he wants to take a drink because he's like, he's, he's an alcoholic. Yeah. He's a recovering alcoholic. So there's this big thing like, and there's a great moment where he's like, no. I'm not doing it. And it's, it's a really well done moment. It's, it's like, well done, but it's not realistic because if it was real, he would have drank the drink. <clears throat> He's like, I don't want it. And then, That's all. And then Jack Torrance like, fuck you or whatever. <clears throat> and then basically, basically Rose is let in there and uh doesn't work out too well for her. <clears throat> wow. So she eventually she gets the upper hand. There's a lot, a lot of matches like, <clears throat> like Danny's got like an axe. And he's backing up off the stairs, and she's coming up. I'm going to fuck you. So it's kind of like mimicking the, the... So they did the <clears throat> thing. Yeah. Hashtag so, they did the she, thing. And she even throws him down the stairs, like Jack Nicholson falls down the stairs. <clears throat> then she's like, goes into his brain, like, okay, what's these boxes that you have under here? Let's see what's under there. <clears throat> like, you don't want to open them. I'm like, why not? And she's like, because they're hungry. And she opens them all up, and they all like all the spirits, like the twins, the, the naked woman... Um, the guy's like, oh, great party, huh? He has the blood on his face. <clears throat> they're like, show up, and they start sucking her soul, basically. So she gets her comeuppance, but eventually they get Danny. And then Danny becomes, like, kind of like Jack Nicholson with the axe. He's like, Dad, where are you? And he has the limp because he got uh, stabbed in the leg. <clears throat> it's kind of, like, weird. But, he, you know, in the end, he dies. Because he, he wants to die. Like, he's like... Is he frozen? <clears throat> no. Oh, thank God. No. So they didn't do the entire thing. They just did most of the thing. Because when he turned it on, because when he's under control, before that, he turned on the boiler room to max. So it's eventually going to blow up. And then he goes down there to stop it. But, like, he's, like, he's, his real self and the the ghosts are, like, kind of, like, fighting each other. And then eventually Sit lays down. And he's, like, I guess this is it. Whatever. As long as she's safe, that's all that fucking matters. And then he sees his mom. Which is interesting because because when he did the doctor sleep when he was killing when he was letting the people rest he's like they're like I see my wife I see that so he sees his mom yeah it's a really great moment and the house burns down <clears throat> and then she eventually eventually becomes like her imaginary kind of vision and he's basically he's just a ghost saying like just let you know your dad died protecting you but you know what uh, he's okay and then there's a great scene where she tells him tells her her mom like dad's okay and then her mom starts crying or whatever. <clears throat> And it's just—it's actually pretty good. I wouldn't say it's an amazing movie. It's—it's it's great for what it is. <clears throat> it's great, Jane Torrance. Now, that's the ending, right? Right. Let me tell you what I've seen people say. It's not, it doesn't follow the book. <clears throat> oh boy. Let me just read this. I had it right here. Oh, the book stuff. So they follow a lot of stuff, like the Holloran stuff. They fix the, the cat, the doctor sleep, everything. <clears throat> that's right. The True Knot's a little different. The True Knot's a bigger group. Uh, <clears throat> basically, um, they kill a kid, <clears throat> but then one of the, the kid has the measles and half of them die because of the measles, not in the movie. Wonder why. <clears throat> so <clears throat> then there's a whole dissension of like, Rose is the leader, but they're like, fuck you. There's a whole, not whole group leaves. <clears throat> and they're just like, okay, whatever. <clears throat> so, and then there's the point where they meet... Uh, the, the girl's name is Abra. <clears throat> Kadabra. Pretty much. Um, Stephen King names. <clears throat> anyway, so she uh, she has her mom. But if this happened <clears throat> in... But if this happened in... Uh, where, 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 uh, but if this happened in Maine, <clears throat> it had gotten five stars. <clears throat> um, but what happens is... 
she um God damn, I can't think. Okay, so so she has a grandmother who's dying. They reference it in the movie that the mom leaves to go see the grandmother and she's like, Abra, is she gonna live this time? And I'm just like, I don't know. So she she goes. That was an Easter egg because apparently the grandmother is in the great grandmother is in the in the moon in the book. <clears throat> so Danny visits Abra's great grandmother Conchetta, who is dying of cancer, and telepathically learns from her that he and Abra's mother Lucy are half siblings of the same father, Jack Torrance. So that means Abra <clears throat> and ja- and Danny are related. All right, he's her uncle, which they make a joke of, like I'll just say you're my uncle, and I'm like, oh, that makes more sense now that I read this, and I'm like, of course. They're fucking related. Of course. It's, it sounds Stephen King, right? <clears throat> and then when she dies, Danny takes her diseased cancer steam for himself. <clears throat> so then they... So instead of leading him into, like, a, the woods, they lead him to the Overlook. So they just totally skip the whole woods thing. They lead him to the Overlook. And uh, he lets out this cancer, and it kills majority of the true knot because they're dying of the cancer. Okay, <clears throat> so that leads up to Rose. So Rose, apparently Rose and Abra are having a psychic battle on top of the Overlook Hotel. I'm just imagining <clears throat> it's like that episode of South Park. They're just choo 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 with the help, <clears throat> but with the help of Billy and the ghost of Jack Torrance, they push Rose off the observation platform to her death. And uh, Danny Torrance uh, is alive and basically on her birthday says, oh, I was an alcoholic or whatever. So the ghost of Jack Torrance helps a psychic battle. I think it's okay they changed the book. Yeah. I think it's okay they changed the book ending. Just saying. Because remember, Wade, changing the book ending is art. Quote Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola, changing the story is art. Speaking of art, I think we should take a break and then we'll get into... Because uh, there's nothing more artistic than a a nice, healthy break. And we're back from the... The break, and you know what? I uh, I, I gotta say that that did feel a little good. I feel I feel a little rested. I feel a little. I don't. Took a nice little power nap, and uh, it's a good thing because I am tired as fuck, and that is because Wade and I, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we went to not only Starcast Four in Baltimore at Ramshead Live, which coincided with Bacon Fest. So no, <laughs> and no, no Bacon Fest stories. We did not participate because we're wrestling fans before Bacon fans. Uh, and that led to All Elite Wrestling's first pay-per-view in Baltimore. First pay-per-view since the television debut. Uh, full AW Full Gear. And before we get into Full Gear, Starcast. Holy shit. <clears throat> did we have a good time? <clears throat> we had a good time. There's a few ups and downs. That- More so, <clears throat> no offense. More so for you than me. I mean, <clears throat> we both, I will say, we both had issues. Because Wade and I both did like... The Hallelujah, Holy Shit meet and greets, which mm. were uh, Sting in the Red, White, and Blue. Uh, so, so I, so I did. So Wade and I picked because it was basically like we could afford one or the other. We couldn't do both, so we each couldn't do both. So we decided. Um, so we decided I was going to do Sting. <clears throat> with, uh, who Who's was your boy? Who was my boy, my man, my hero? Um, not just Sting because he's done meet and greets before, but this one he did wearing the <clears throat> jacket. 
that yes. he, and holding the belt that he beat Ric Flair for. And the red, at, white, and blue hair. At the uh, night, not hair on that face paint. Face paint. <clears throat> uh, but but that's not the same exact paint. That's it's, <clears throat> it's the same design, but different paint. Because yes. let's be real, you can't recycle paint. You know. What I, mean. I know. I know. Um, so he had the belt and the jacket and the paint from like back in the day, which is a, a photo. He's never worn that paint. To the best of my knowledge, he's never worn the Surfer Sting style paint or wore that style jacket since becoming the Crow Sting. So this was a big deal for me because that was the version of Sting I got into, the Surfer Sting. Granted, he did not have a bleach blonde flat top with a well, uh, with a rat tail well, we like I under like <clears throat> I used to like I, I I first discovered him as, but I let it slide. Yeah. Um, and it was really nice. The only real issue was number one. Um, we had some issues because, uh, when you go, the, okay, so when you get can your, I, can, your confirmation, can, can I do this one? Cause I got a vent. Well, I was, I was just going to say that in my confirmation email, there was no, eh, go ahead. <clears throat> okay. You know what? You know what? You were more upset about than okay. I was. Go ahead. <clears throat> and this is something like if StarCast ever listened to this, if anyone from the staff ever listened to this, doubt it. Well, sort <clears throat> they sort of did because you mentioned. I mentioned, I deleted the tweet because it was mostly on the venue, but I might be wrong now. But I, I'm going to give them feedback here. <clears throat> okay. So there's the platinum and gold people bracelets that get like front line, you know, you know, you get in early. You which get a guaranteed is, seat for the uh, yeah. for the shows, which we felt we actually one upside we did learn one thing that did make it better was we thought because we didn't get a wristband or one of the platinum or uh, gold or platinum ones we wouldn't be able to sit in for the events like the panels. Turns out we could. <clears throat> it's just we weren't a we weren't allowed to have a seat. Yeah, Ram said you can just walk in and just watch it. <clears throat> yeah, at the bar. I was just watching at the bar. Anyway, so. Um, so they get like the rule is they get in at nine thirty. The door opens at ten for general admission, but at nine thirty they can go in early, which I think nine o'clock would be a little bit more easier. It gives more time to siphon that out. <clears throat> but anyway. So ten o'clock. It says on the ticket ten o'clock. <clears throat> and we got we printed out the confirmation uh the, the tickets. It has the barcode. Which every other venue uses. Everyone uses yes. the fucking show. It, it was like the QR style. Yes. One. And not only that, but I got a confirmation email when I uh, when I because I ordered everybody's ticket for entry. Nothing. There was no. It didn't tell you no bells what and you whistles. had. There's no bells and whistles. There's nothing <clears throat> they they extra they tell you to do. So you just go in there and assume. Okay, I just present my thing when I walk in and they scan it. So we wait in line for a while. We wait in line for like an hour, hour and a half. Because yeah. guess what? Doors didn't open for general admission till 10.30. So you're a half hour late already. And nobody made <clears throat> an announcement either. Yes. The only reason we found out was because someone asked a security person <clears throat> and they and they said it. They didn't – like no one made like an announcement to the people. There was no email. There was no tweet. <clears throat> there yes. was nothing. Yes. Not no, from Ram's no, Head or StarCast. The only email I got was like at like 11, 11.30 about Bacon Fest and use the back door because Bacon Fest is going to be yeah. – you can't go through that entrance. Which <clears throat> didn't matter for us because we were A, already there. We were there at 8 o'clock in the fucking morning. And B, we were there before <clears throat> Bacon Fest starts. We didn't even use that entrance. Anyway, so they listen. So we're going to the metal detector. And I was, I simply asked, do you guys validate parking? We do. Do you have your, bris, your wristband? And I'm like, I got this. And I show them the fucking ticket. It's like, no, you need a green wristband. You have to go get it. <clears throat> and I'm like, are you serious? Because every other fucking venue in a, in a band, um, yeah. anything else, they use fucking movies do it. You go in, theaters. they check your ticket, <clears throat> they give you the wristband, or they stamp <clears throat> you, sometimes both. I'm, like talking in, about the, I'm talking about the QR barcode. No, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> you walk through the thing, 
you, you don't have to do anything extra. You literally <clears throat> wait in line, you walk through, and then they scan your ticket, then they give you a wristband yeah. and or stamp you, and so then you walk in. You this was go, different. You had to go to the, we'll call, like, the uh, the ticket. The ticket off. The, the we'll call. The ticket <clears throat> uh, account. You had to go there and get a bracelet, and then I walked up to a guy, like, hey, man, we just, we didn't know about the barcode. Can we let through? And the guy's like, I, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not allowed. Now, <clears throat> now, now, <clears throat> now, keep in mind, the person in question was not someone working at Ramshead or StarCast. It was a fan. Yeah. It was someone in <clears throat> line who was like, who would not let us go. And it's like, oh, two people got in front of you. It's not like we're buying products. It's not like we're in line to buy And food. they knew we were <clears throat> ahead of them in line, too. Yeah. Uh, so, dickhead, if you were that person... Fuck you! Well, what do we call someone cuts in your fucking? What do we mind. what do we call him? Doucher Brody. Doucher Brody. Fuck you! Yeah. And everyone, no one else was like, "Oh, you coming from us? You coming from us?" Well, they probably <clears> didn't. <throat> to be fair, they probably didn't know what we were. You know what? When I was in line for Muda, which I'll get into, when I was in line of Muda, some guys like, "Hey, man, so they separate the lines? Can I stand in front of you?" I was like, "Sure," because I'm a decent <clears throat> fucking human being. Um, <clears throat> although, luckily, for, I will say, <clears throat> luckily for us though, when because we, we did have you in the back of the line. It did move quickly. I so, will say that. It may not have moved super fast, but it definitely moved quickly. So, by the way, while we're in line, no one's walking up. Does everyone got your green wristband? You have to go over there. We don't do the ticket. No one. There's no sign, no nothing. So Yeah, you basically have to ugh. assume that's what you do. So StarCast staffed, maybe make a sign. Takes you five minutes. Do it. But then I saw an email that said 11, 11, 30 about Bacon Fest. They mentioned you need the bracelet. That would have been nice to know. I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway, so we get in. It's, we're in line. You're in line. It's yeah. Uh, we're in the – it's the uh, – they had just started – or they were in the middle of the – what was it called? Great American Baltimore panel <clears throat> with yes. uh, Arn Anderson, Rugged Ronnie Garvin, Total Package Lex Luger, and, of course, who was it? Magnum TA. Magnum TA, <clears throat> that's right. I, I, was, I want to make sure you remembered that. Uh, and they were with Mark Madden. <clears throat> And also, um, uh, I don't like Mark Madden, Arn sorry. Anderson and Ricky Garvin. Ronnie. Ronnie Garvin. Fuck. Uh, Ronnie Garvin. Ricky Garvin, someone else. Ronnie Garvin <laughs> uh, had the contest on who the, could spread their legs the long, the widest. Who do you think won? <clears throat> oh, uh, Ronnie Garvin. Ronnie fucking Garvin. Because Wade, as the I dude, as I said, the dude's the ha- legs were on the other side of the chair. Wade, to be fa- mm. fair, his hands aren't the only thing of his body that's of stone. Like, okay. Jesus Christ. So. I'm going to say this now. Ramshead is not the right venue for this place. <clears throat> Especially if you're, like, I understand that. If that, they ran it a little <clears throat> smoother, it was fine. But I think, I think the only thing that made Ramshead dif- a difficult venue to do it with is when you go upstairs yes. to the vendors. Now, that I, now was, I understand why people say the vendors are getting screwed because I didn't know where everything is. It was a tight squeeze. I didn't want to sit, stand there and buy things Well, it, it was also, a tight squeeze. Also, the lighting sucked. Well, it also didn't help <clears throat> that not only were the vendors there... In this small little area, but they're also doing meet and greets there, and not just like standard meet and greets where they're, where like, because if you, because like when you go up the steps, if you go to the left, there's like a bar, and then there's like little areas where they're doing meet and greets, and it's literally just a little ass table with a guy, no backdrops, no nothing, just nothing, nothing fancy, just bare bones, which is fine. Because I'm saying just bare bones. Was just chilling at the bar. He didn't even have a fucking table. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is why he may have looked sad in that one person's picture. He's like, God damn it, I wanted a table. He looked like he was having a good time. He's like, Raven got a fucking table. And per- fired his ass. In person. I'm just kidding. In person, it seemed like he was having good times at the bar, Tom. Yeah, no. <clears throat> no, 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 he definitely did. Um, but like, Blue Meanie was there just being Blue Meanie. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I'm saying, but like, you know, luck- now, luckily where they did the Muda signing, the RoboCop signing, um, and the Shockmaster one, and, and the, the Crockett's. <clears throat> Um, that one, that area was 
fine. Yeah. That mm. one was fine. That was the only part of the other I level that was totally fine. I wouldn't have done the Muda there. Well, they should have done mm. it where they did Sting. Because that bleeds into the, the, the narrow, like, little pathway of the merch table. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. They should have done yes. Muda's where they did Sting. Because the way that, where they did Sting was perfectly spaced out. Everything was <clears> fine. <throat> no, there was no congestion, no nothing. Um, so the big thing, so I want to see Muda. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. That was... That was the big ticket item. He was the for him. You, would you dare say he was your? He was the marijuana. He was the gateway drug for you into Japanese wrestling. Yes, <clears throat> like a like for a I lot mean, of us. I mean, if you him go, and Liger for if me. If you go are, to a Meteor King show, sometimes I spew the green mist. That's because Muda does it. Yeah, simple as that. I'm just saying because <laughs> I was saying like for me, like him and Liger, that match they had where he like ripped Liger's shit off, and then he had the face paint, and Liger spit the mist at Muda. <clears throat> yeah, that match got me into Japanese anyway, wrestling. So, um, so I'm saying influ- so highly got, influential. So he's gonna be in the makeup. Obviously, he's gonna do the mask. Not the makeup because he's bald. He's bald. Yeah, I could because that was the thing because I listened to a lot of the Conrad Thompson podcasts, and funny actually, we did run into him. Yeah, while yeah. we were there. Roll we, tide. We really, if Conrad Thompson's ever listened to this, yeah, if Con- we really want to be asked about the hand dick turkeys. Yeah. Hand turkey dicks. Hand wait. turkey dicks. <clears throat> um, and also want to say, chat me up. Yeah. And also, Conrad, if you're listening, um, we really wanted to ask you for an autograph and a picture, but you look like you were you, you had business to take care of. But um, just well, for the future, if you could get back to us about whether or not it's okay to ask for a picture or a – or an autograph. That would be great because we, we love you. You're legit the reason why I listen to those podcasts. Uh, I love the wrestlers, but I, lo- I, I, I like your personality. You're a good dude. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <clears throat> anyway, so they're doing uh, – at, t- at 12 o'clock, they're doing a panel on the stage of Muda. Right. Uh, with Sonny Ono doing translator, and yeah. Sonny Ono is amazing. Oh, that was a great, that was a great panel. And Medusa showed up for something. Yeah, if you if you if you buy no other panel on Starcast, because I don't know if you can still get the bundle, but if for no other reason you want to get the bundle or you want to get just one panel, get the Muda one. It's so it's so I mean, it's so delightful. It was it was Keji Muto. Yeah, it wasn't Muda. It was Keji Muto. Well, well, no, he <clears> even <throat> said he wanted to be called the Great Muto, like his name, but they kept fucking it up and calling it Muta, so yeah. he just rolled with it. So technically. Speaking, <clears throat> so Muto, <clears throat> he's uh, so at so his meeting greet is at one o'clock. They wrap up the uh, the panel at one o'clock. He doesn't have makeup on, so we're in line till about one forty. Then Muto shows up, and yeah. there's no fault on Muto. It's mostly why would you schedule that? Yeah, put it in the morning, and so t- he has like an hour to fucking set up. And to his <clears throat> credit, not only and what I loved about when because I, I saw him coming before yes. y'all did. <clears throat> He comes out, and if you mm. saw, and you may not have, but if you saw the the match that he had with Naomichi Marufuji at Pro Wrestling Noah on November second of this year, he was it was it was basically that mask, that robe, that everything. Um, and what was really cool about it, the and mask, the mask is like the black and white makeup. Yeah, the it's it's the classic <clears throat> hair or the classic face paint, but on the mask, and then from the forehead back, it's all <clears throat> black, like yeah. how his hair used to be. So in <clears throat> a weird, in a way, he did do the face paint, the just dude, not the traditional. The way. dude taped his, his fingers, like he was in character, and I was like, the forty minute wait was worth it. I'll tell you what, because the deal promises you an eight by ten. Picture, meet, which you got, <clears throat> meet and greet, which those I got. you did, get. <clears throat> yes, and an animal uh, collector's an animal pin. Didn't get that. He now technically, <clears throat> so I'm gonna hit up Starcast. He did that. purchase a Muda pin, but it's not the exclusive one. Yes. So if you Thank did, God the, I did. So if you did the uh, great Muda uh, 
meet and greet at StarCast and you got the enamel <clears throat> pin, go ahead and tweet us a photo of it so we can just know what it looked like. Um, and if you didn't get one, vent your frustration <clears throat> and also message StarCast and yeah. let them know, hey, you want your pin. Because that's, that's what I'm doing today. That's, I, I got the meet and greet. I got the 8x10, but I did not get yeah. the enamel pin. I'm and just I, curious. Here's the thing. If I don't get the enamel pin, I'm not going to be heartbroken, but I like pins. Yeah, you're a pin <clears throat> guy. He has so, a pin guy. I kind of, that was kind of a big selling point. Of course, meeting Mudo is the big yeah, selling point. Yeah. But, but that was kind of a good selling point. I don't even give a shit about the 8x10. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's going to be like a scrap. To be fair, to <clears throat> be fair though, it is a picture of him with the old NWA TV I, title. I, I know, but just like I'm never – like those are the only like signs. I have like three things over there at sign. Yeah. I'm going <clears throat> to say this. As I get older, that old – the NWA TV title, the <clears throat> one with the silver <clears throat> with the red strap and the – like the CBS, NBC letters, <clears throat> that belt – the, the older I get, the more of a place in my heart it holds. In the end, he was cool shit, the end. Also, we got Don West deal. Yeah, we did. Well, actually, I was going to say, I feel like a dick because when because uh, Sting also had the same thing where you did the the pictures, you got the signed 8x10, you got pen. I feel like a dick because I actually got my Sting pen. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like an asshole, but like it's the, a really cool I pen. I like the Sting pen. So, I the, so, so Wade got... Um, uh, a, it was the crow sting one, but because I did the meet and greet with the uh, the red, white, and blue, they had uh, two versions of the surfer sting pin. They had one, they had one where it was black, and um, it was just the makeup design, um, no like nose or anything, but it was the uh, the black one with like white with white lines in it. Now the weird thing about that one was that one didn't have eyes. But the American flag one does, and honestly, I think it works better for what you're trying to convey with the eyes. Yeah. Um, and and the beauty of it, it's got two um, two um, what do you call them? Points, pins, yes. whatever, in the back, so you don't have to worry about it like, <clears throat> you know, like <throat> spinning around. It's gonna stay in place for you. <clears throat> um, uh, but yeah, but yeah, we great. met. Yeah, we met Don West at the merch table. Don, I'm gonna say this. If you don't like Don West as a commentator, that's fine. But don't hate on Don West the man. Let me tell you, Don West is the most, the nicest, <clears throat> one of the nicest, most personable, most, um, like, he's a guy, I feel like you could have a conversation with him about anything, and not <clears throat> only is he going to meet you all the way, but he's going to contribute. And he's going you know to I mean? somehow sell you. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God. He what, what was the deal he gave you? Okay, so if you get three pins, it's 20 bucks. It's a good deal. But I also wanted a hat. And I was like, I want a hat. And he was like, uh, 25. And I'm like, <clears throat> okay. I mean, and that was 25 for the pins and the hat all Yeah, like the hat is five bucks. That's like, yeah. sweet deal. <clears throat> so I'm like, holy shit, I, I can't say no to Don West. Yeah, you can't say the no to Don. The motherfucker's a great salesman. Some, some dude at the merch table <clears throat> tried to say no to a Don West deal, and I shamed him for it because you don't turn down a <clears throat> Don West and deal. And guess what? He did it. He did. Well, no, because I shamed him. <clears throat> yeah. We tag teamed him. Um, and so, uh, I, I talked to him and it was cool too. Cause we were talking like, before I, I bought anything, we were talking music. Like he was talking about, see, cause I was wearing my Doyle hoodie, uh, Doyle from the misfits and he was asking about my hoodie, which I thought that was actually a nice thing to do. Like, you know, he cared about the people who were coming mm-hmm. up by the merch. It wasn't just, Hey, buy something. It was, Hey, how are you? It was almost like buying the, the merch was secondary in a yeah. good way. Um, so he was asking what it was, and I told him that he was telling me how him and his wife went to go see Alter Bridge recently in Toronto. And I, and I like Alter Bridge. I don't hate them. They're Alter not my thing, but he's he a huge Alter Bridge <clears throat> yeah. fan. And, we, you know, we just started talking music, and his wife was really into the idea. When I turned around and showed her what Doyle looked like, she was really into the idea. So I hope Don and his wife uh, check him out. 
um, as music. But my deal was, so I wanted, there was a Sting print. If you go on StarCast's uh, Facebook and you go to the pictures, you can see it. it's like a painting of Sting with the belt, like, 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 Great American Bash 1990's got the American flag with a bald eagle. He's got the belt around his waist. It looks really cool. And I really want it. And the deal of the day was the the autograph version of it was the same price as the unautographed version for, for for Saturday only. Like it wasn't that much on Friday and Saturday or Sunday, it's not gonna cost that much. So I was like, fuck yeah. I mean, if it's the same price, why wouldn't I do it? And then I wanted a um an enamel pin. They had the uh, the the something to wrestle with. The no rumor and innuendo pin. I got that. He offered me the same pin deal. So I got the three pins. I got extra pins. So all in all, I got four. I got the sting. I got no rumor and innuendo. I got a shockmaster pin because I met him as well. And oh my god, the shockmaster is the nicest sweetest. If you ever have the chance to meet Fred Ottman, do it. He is such a sweetheart. I can't say enough nice words about Fred Ottman. I'm not even gonna try. He let me wear the shockmaster helmet. Smells like Fritos. Not bad. Um, so I got a Shockmaster pen and the 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 P the Piece de Resistance or Piece of Resistance if you're in uh, if you live in the South. I got a nice Ding Dongs pen <laughs> and I got the same deal Wade did. But he's like, you know what? You got you're already spending all this money. I'll tell you what. The the signed eight by tens twenty dollars. I'll give you one for ten. You pick whichever one you want. Doesn't matter which one. So I go and I'm looking through, it, and I'm seeing all these ones, and a lot of them are like ones that like I'd like to meet the wrestler to get it. Like uh, like it was like Lucha Bros, Riho, um, you know some other ones like that. And I was like, I want to meet them when I get it, you know. But then I, but then I, they had some of the people, legends that were there yesterday that weren't there Saturday, and I saw Johnny B. Bad. So I was like, you know what? I respect Mark Camaro. I like his work. I like the Johnny B. Bad gimmick. Fuck it. I picked Johnny B. Bad, and he looks great. And I feel bad for Mark Camaro because the Johnny B. Bad stack was like the tallest act of all of them on Saturday. So <laughs> Tom West looks at me and goes, well, damn, if you want Johnny B. Bad, I'll just give you Johnny B. Bad. So I got Johnny B. Bad's autograph for free. So it's all profit. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what, if I sell that thing for a penny, I made a profit. Um, But yeah, Don West couldn't have been nicer. Sting, oh my God, Sting was a fucking... It felt like you... It, I don't want to... Because I don't want to sound blasphemous, but it's like meeting Jesus. It's like you go and you... He ha, Sting has this aura about him that just says comfort, warmth. Yeah. Welcome, my child. Welcome, my little stinger. It's like, it doesn't matter how old you are. You're a little stinger to him. And, like, he's just so, so nice, so sweet, so appreciative. And that's the one thing I'll say about Sting and Fred Ottman and a lot of these wrestlers that were there. Not only could you tell they were happy to be there, they wanted to be there. Like, they would... Like, I'm not saying they they would or they, they would even be allowed to, but I'm saying I feel like a lot of those guys would have done it for free. I really do. I don't like I I do and if that's not true, they definitely give off that vibe. I was telling saying how important he was for my childhood and just the sound in his voice like it's like <clears throat> he probably gets told that a million times a day, but every time is like being told that for the first time. And that's the vibe I got from Sting, that's the vibe I got from It's like and that's why I keep saying wrestling is such a unique thing a unique sport a unique form of entertainment there's a closeness to wrestling wrestling fans and the wrestlers and the personalities of wrestling whether it be in the business 
outside of the business. There's a connection there that you do not get with other forms of sport and entertainment. Regardless of how social media is, there's something just inherently personal about wrestling. And you go to something like StarCast and you feel it. You know what I mean? You meet all these guys, you know. Like, even if you don't ask Frogger, if you see him walking by on the way to the bathroom, you're like, oh, hey, so-and-so. You know, thanks. Thanks for everything. You know, they're really appreciative. And that's, and that's, and that's the best takeaway I can give you. It was just, you know, there were a few hiccups, but overall... I had a good time. Listen, hearing Ron there's Simmons more, talk. Well, I was gonna say hearing Ron Simmons talk about his uh, college football days was cool. You know, well, no, hanging was, out with Scott Hudson. It was more goods and bads. Anyway, <clears throat> let's move on to uh, full gear. Yeah. Right. No, I'm thinking. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, I gotta I gotta contain myself because when you go to the show, it's a little different than when you watch the show. On TV and, and mentally speaking, yeah, like obviously physically it's different. Also, no commentators. So I have the matches here. All right. <clears throat> so we're we're gonna breeze through these because you know, <clears throat> you know we can we can we can go a long time talking about this. <clears throat> so we're gonna breeze through matches. Some matches we're gonna talk more about. Others we're gonna be like, it's fine. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. Versus B Priestley in the pre, the buy-in. That's good. Yeah, match. I was gonna. Say, I, I will say this: of all the matches on this, I'm actually surprised they didn't switch <clears throat> that with Joey Janela yeah. and Sean Spears, and not and not for any like not not any knock against uh, Janela and Spears. It's just their whole feud was built up on AEW Dark. Yeah. Whereas their B and Brits feud has gone through like pay, like uh, <clears throat> Fighter Fest yeah. and Fight for the Fallen <clears throat> and all that stuff. I, I just think they had a deeper feud that should have been on the show. Um, but no, I thought this was a I thought this was a, a, a great way to to get the crowd going and to really get the show <clears throat> started. I mean, it was just. I'll say this. I know people get a lot of give a lot of crap to modern wrestling because it's like when you have a personal match, they still wrestle it like a competitive match. Yeah. And I think to an extent they did that, but you could definitely tell they were doing a personal competitive match. This was like, okay, look, I'm going to show off my abilities as a wrestler, but I'm all- Sorry, there's a football game going on, I guess. <clears throat> Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. As I was saying, you know, they're going to show off their abilities. They're going to show off their quote-unquote sportsmanship. But they're also going to, like, they're going to put a little extra pepper on it, you know. The stomp, <clears throat> the kicks are going to be a little harder. The, the chops, the punches, the forearms are going to be harder. Point is, this is a match that Britt Baker really needed. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, <clears throat> I was, I was, I was going to mention a specific thing. Okay, good. It was, if I remember correctly, it was, um... Fuck, I lost my train of thought. God damn it. <clears throat> it's okay. Doesn't matter. Uh, Britt Baker won with uh, the lockjaw, <clears throat> which that was another thing. I was amazed at like she how <clears throat> many, when she kept trying to do it and she didn't get it right away. I was really like, huh? <clears throat> yeah, I was mostly, we're doing this. I like that. Sorry, I like that. Sorry to take your train of thought, but I still don't want to talk about the Britt buy-in match for forever. The what? <clears throat> the buy-in match. The Britt buy-in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So the match, it was fine. Uh, it did more for Britt Baker than it, than her entire tenure of fucking AEW, I think. <clears throat> um, and to its credit, it is still the shortest match. Oh wait, no, wait a minute. Yeah, no, it is the shortest <clears throat> match of the night. So yeah. fair, fair play. <clears throat> we op- we opened the show with proud and powerful Santana, Santana and Santana Ortiz and Ortiz versus Matt and Nick Jackson. Matt the Nickel Young Bucks. Yeah. 
and this match was 21 minutes on the dot. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, this match was crazy. If this <clears throat> was... Okay, the thing I liked about this match is every time I hear people talk about the Young Bucks not selling, and I'll admit, there are matches where they <clears throat> do the Superman, like, no-sell yeah. shit a lot. It wasn't this match. But here's the thing. When they do it... They're some of the best at selling. This That's match? the thing that it gets me about that. It's like they could be the next Rock and Roll Express if they would be willing to do like <clears throat> the sympathy spot. You know what I noticed about about tonight? Most of the tag matches, this tag match in particular, they really enforce tagging. Yes, there's no there's no well, back slap. Well, yeah, because they <clears throat> probably well, except from the heels. Yes, and, and I, you know what? If Jim Cornette, if you shit on this fucking match. Never watch AEW again. Well, I am looking forward to that episode of because the experience. Because seriously, they, this was a technical, they treat it like it was a tag team match. It was drama, yeah. there was hot tags. There was, could it have been trimmed down? Yeah, sure. Any match could be trimmed down. Yeah, but, but also remember, you know, too? No. but also remember, you know, you've got, you're doing a pay-per-view. If you're doing, see, the longer matches are fine on pay-per-view. It's when you're doing them on yes. TV or you <clears throat> you have so many long matches. Like, because there were only... There's seven. Only, there are only seven matches on the main there's show. There's only three matches that go over 20 minutes. Yeah, but I'm just <clears> saying, <throat> but there's only seven matches on the pre-show, you know, and, you know, you had, you know, one, you had two tags, one being a triple threat tag, you know, you've got Paige versus Pac, who, you know, with Paige, you know, they're trying to build as, like, their next ba- big baby face. You got, and then you've got uh, the unsanctioned match. You know what I mean? So you've got matches that theoretically should go longer. Yeah, on a so, card like this. So, this so match, it's not, it's not a detriment. So I would this think. match was insane. Um, a lot of great stuff. I the, like, I like, and this ties into the end. I like that Matt Jackson's the one blonde, the former blonde one, right? No, he's still blonde. He's not as blonde as he used to be. <clears throat> when you get older, I, I, I know, I know. No, I'm saying he was the book. So Matt. At the end of the Nick. night, he Nick came, was the blonde one. Nick, he came out uh, at the end of the night when do, when we get to the Kenny Omega match. Uh, he was selling the fucking shin still. Yeah, holy shit! Um, not only <laughs> that, but like, that shit. but they, you know, obviously a lot of super kicks, a lot of stuff. They no. did. They uh, they even hit Santana Ortiz with their own move. Yeah. The power bomb. Uh, blockbuster. Uh, no, not blockbuster. Um, they did a sliced bread. Or maybe that, maybe that's not their move because yeah yeah you're right he they does do a blockbuster yeah but it's a similar move a similar move anyway well, like, um, they was, can't because they can't do bang, more bang for your, they can't do melter driver because his leg hurt. yeah because they even attempted the melter driver and he 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 slipped on the rope because his legs fucked up yeah um a lot of great brawling there was the the deal with um Rick Knox like having his back turned to Santana Ortiz <clears throat> yeah so he kept missing the tag which I think is a play. On the Bucks history with him and Pro Wrestling Gorilla and stuff like that. Also, the fact that Santana, Santana Ortiz are just straight up dickheads <clears throat> yeah. to them. Um, a lot of that stuff. I think you'll agree. The grossest moment oh. of the of the of the sanctioned show. Yes, was so Nick hocks some big old loogie right in. I believe uh, Santana's face, and I guess part of it misses and lands on the floor. He picks up the loogie. Puts it in his mouth, and then at one point spits the loogie back at Nick. What more can you say? Um, they hit uh, Proud and Powerful hit their move. I don't know if it has a name because <clears throat> I don't even know if it had a name when they were LAX. But they hit the uh, the powerbomb blockbuster combo, pick up the win, <clears throat> and the elite are not looking too good but on the way in. And but it doesn't help that. 
Then all of a sudden, Sammy Guevara comes out with his Instagram live feed. At the end of the match. At the end of the match. At the end of the match. And they, and they continue to beat him up. But meanwhile, in the crowd, we got to mention, Rock and Roll Express. Oh, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then like. Yeah, so Sammy they, comes they out. They had to win. Like he was saying. All they had to do was leave. Here's why it's like, oh, they got that. You know, they could just, they, they should not have been beaten up after, after the match. And like, well, they started it. Yeah, well, yeah, because if you remember when they were in uh, West Virginia, Santana and Ortiz, before the Rock and Roll Express could present the tag belts to the <clears throat> new, to the first champions, Santana Ortiz jumped them, beat them up, <clears throat> and then double powerbomb Ricky Morton <clears throat> through the fucking stage. My God, Ricky Morton had the slapjack. Just yeah, I think it was. Well, I think <clears throat> it was like well, no, because uh, Sammy Guevara came out to give it to Ortiz course, and yeah. Sa- Santana to beat them up to beat them up with it <clears throat> but then you know Rock and Roll shows up to make the save they get and he whips them with it i mean he fucking just goes ham <clears throat> Ham and, 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 on all these boys, and, and then Gibson's like he throw, still throws the guy. Oh, who? <clears throat> oh, who will fuck you up? That's yeah. why. Like, I think everyone was looking at me because they didn't know why I kept yelling. Hoo! I kept yelling. Hoo! And everyone's like in our in our sections, like looking at me, like the fuck is his problem? But I'm like, no, it's who? <clears throat> um, and, and then the, the by God, yeah, oh, slingshot. Canadian destroyer. Oh uh, fuck! Fuck you! Fuck you! That's a rock and roll destroyer, my friend. Oh That's my what we're God. calling it. And then he hits a flawless suicide dive, and like, I'm sorry, <clears throat> but like anyone who complained about them being the current NWA tag team champions and say they need to retire, let me just say for the record, I've seen, we watched rock them. Rock and roll never dies. We and wa- neither do we. <clears throat> we watched them have that match in MCW. Yes. Did they show any sign of rust or, ne- nope. or slowing down nope. or needing to quit? Yeah. Fuck you. If you're, I don't <clears throat> care how old you're. You can be a hundred years old. If you can still wrestle and do well, <clears throat> do it. I uh, still because if you're, <clears throat> if you're if you're still any good, I want to see you. So we, we so the opening match. Crowd. By the way, the crowd. I know we we tweeted out an image and someone's like, "Well, there's a lot of empty seats out there." Well, that was uh, at the beginning of the show too. That's every fucking wrestling event in the arena. They always taper off the fucking hard cam. They've been doing it for years. When we went to TLC, when what was that? When Daniel Bryan won the World Heavyweight Championship for the first time, they tapered off the side. Oh, I, mean, I didn't even. <clears throat> I, I honestly, I don't even pay attention. To that they've shit. been doing that for years. Stop being I negative, little bitches. Uh, well, I'm just <clears throat> saying, I didn't buy it. Here's my God thing. Damn. Here's my thing. When I buy a ticket to see wrestling, I don't care what company it is. I don't buy a ticket to look at the uh, the empty seats or and speculate about them. I don't go there to use wrestling terminology. I don't like go the behind. Us. I don't go there to be. I don't go there to critique. I don't go there to act like I know something. <clears throat> I go in there because I want to watch wrestling. I want to simu- I want to watch a. I want to watch a fight, re- simulated <clears throat> or unsimulated. I want to watch a fight. I want to go in there. I want to pretend it's real and get into it. Like, 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 you know, I don't <clears throat> care. I don't care who's working for who. I don't care. Like the guy that was in front of us. He was a nice guy, but he kept talking to me about how, like, oh, they're going to build that story really well. And I'm like, just avoid Just that. watch <clears throat> it. Like, that's the best thing no, you can uh, tell wrestling fans. <clears throat> Shut up and watch it. Especially when there's like, a little girl next to us and someone's like, he's a good heel. That girl girl is a fucking no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Like, I get it. Like, they, they, you know, like, the fans will, like, say cuss words in the chants and stuff. But God damn it. Let a kid enjoy It's like Santa Claus. Let the kid enjoy it anyway. while they can. Don't ruin it because so, because you're a miserable fuck. Oh, At oh, any oh, oh r- later. Later, I'm going to mention another Oh, I know. Miserable. I know exactly uh, what you're going to so talk about. So the next match was Adam Page and Pack. Pack! Pack! 
Pac-Man. Just think Pac-Man. Just think uh, when, when, after he does mat after he has a match, he eats pellets. Wait a minute. Yeah. Did <clears throat> I say Pac? Pac Pac! Too early in the morning for that. My ears Pac! Can't, my ears can't take that, Scott. <clears throat> uh, so and also probably peeking the mic. Um, um Wade. Uh, as of this recording, it is eight minutes to noon. Okay, well, I'm, uh, then you get the battle too. <clears throat> um, so Adam Page uh, facing, facing Pack for eighteen minutes and thirty seconds. This is a match that Adam Page needed. He needed a good win. And I think he, <clears throat> I think both guys. I mean, I don't doubt. I never doubt Pack being able to bring it, and he definitely did. Adam but Page I, has always Adam been kind of like he's always been like on the cusp. He's always been half gear, <laughs> but now he like, he's always been like kind of like. There's something he has to go into that next. He's almost there. There's just something missing, and cowboy shit is it. That's yeah. <clears throat> him being a badass motherfucker. Oh my god! That, <clears throat> and that rhymes too. Cowboy shit is it. Like he, I like that. Like the whole match, you're trying to build up to that Buckeye. No, because <clears throat> he's trying. He's trying to hit that Buckeye Larry. He wants to hit it. He wants to hit and it. Pack just keeps stopping him. <clears throat> and there's that great mo- moment where like they're trading heavy, heavy moves to the end. They're yeah. just trading moves like fuck. And he finally hits that Buckeye, hits the dead eye, a beautiful de- dead eye. Hit the, yeah, hit the dead eye, absolutely perfect. One, two, three, he did it. Yeah, and he got away because he's had, he's had kind of a not a good and record. I, and I felt bad for packing this match for two reasons. Uh, first was when he did that middle rope springboard Phoenix splash yeah. and just ate it on the mat. Like the way he hit, like that looked rough. And then when he goes <clears> for the Black Arrow, he also missed that and went face first. I was just. I just felt bad for him. All I can say is thank God, uh, uh, Impact. Thank God all Elite Wrestling has a dentist on hand, <clears throat> just in case. Yes. Uh, oh, but forgot, yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention about Britt Baker. Uh, awesome Kong showed up. Oh, <clears throat> God damn. Because so much shit happened on and the show. Beat the, she bit the shit so, yeah. Bree, uh, Bree, so, B. Presley and then uh, took off. Took yeah, so, yeah, so <clears throat> after the match, Britt left. Britt was nowhere to be found. So she left. B. Priestley's like, she had a in the ring. But I will say, there was one thing that was funny. There was a guy in the audience who literally yelled, Get the fuck out of the ring! <laughs> Just like that, when B because Pre- B Priestley, she was like just out, like she was just knocked out, and all of a sudden the lights go off, and we, th- I don't know about you, I thought the show, the main show was about to start, like they were like they were gonna turn the lights off and yeah. then play the pack, the opening package <coughs> for the show, but no, Awesome Kong and um and uh, fucking Brandy Rhodes <coughs> show up, and they come to the ring, and she hits she hits B Priestley with the implant buster, and then they proceed to cut her hair off, and all I could say is. Brandy the fucking barber beefcake roads. I do like how Austin Kong's wearing gold. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I like. I, I like. It's a nice. It's a nice change. I like Kong's. I like Kong's new getup. Um, I'm really curious what this dynamic's going to be. Are they a tag team? Is Brandy a manager? Brandy's a manager, probably. But um, I'm just <clears throat> saying. Who? I don't know. All I know is I like the dynamic. <clears throat> I like the idea of where they're going. Um, keep it up. Like, <clears throat> expand upon this. Um, the next match was Sean Spears versus Joe and Janelle. It was a fine match. I, I, th- I th- yeah, I thought it was a fun <clears throat> little it, match. It, 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 it's, it's, it was only 11 minutes, perfect time. It, a Joe Janelle match, or a Sean Spears match, frankly, should not be more than 12 minutes. Well, and not <clears throat> only that, but I mean, like. Joe Janelle, he's fine. I, I, he's not enough, he's not on TV enough to really be, like, invested, right? You I mean, I, I, well, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know how to say that because I am a little biased towards Joey Janelle. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm fan, just saying, I can't. I can't answer that question. Who's never watched it before? Like, who the fuck's this guy? Well, most likely, yeah. <clears> but that, Sean, I mean, that's a lot of people on the on these shows. And Sean though. Spears is. I don't. There's just something missing about the guy. That I'm just not. 
See, like, I think the well, see, I'm not I, excited for a Sean Spears match. You know what I mean? Like, but 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 I will say they give him Tully, and it's just. But why? But you're not supposed to be excited for a heel because you want to see the you want to see the I baby should, face well, beat the heel up. I'm not excited to see him beat up. Why? Because he's just boring, man. He's boring as balls. Well, yeah, he beats him up. It's stop being boring. You Tully, know? when Tully Blanchard has more personality than you. To be fair, Tully Blanchard has more more personality in his pinky than most people. No, than most people have in their whole body. The only part about the match I remember is the hair tying, which was interesting. I did I did like that when they tied him in the tag room and the spike pile drive. They did the spike pile drive on the outside. Um, I will say I do feel like this match helped Joey more as a baby face than it did Sean Spears as a heel, and I'll tell you why. Because he never gave up. He never quit. He came out of full force. You know, when he was tied in the in the thing, he got creative on how to get out of it. You know what I mean? It was he didn't look dumb. And that's something that I think baby faces need more of nowadays is to not look oh. dumb. Well no. Sometimes AEW can do that too. Oh no no. A lot of ra- <clears throat> it's so easy to make your baby anyway. face look dumb. It's so much more difficult to make it look smart. I think they did that and in defeat, knowing <clears throat> knowing like what he went through, not necessarily what it took to beat him, you know, like how most people are gonna focus on. To me, I look at it as they went <clears throat> further than they needed to, especially like they hit the spike power driver. They could have just thrown him in the ring and pinned <clears throat> him one, two, three. Yeah. But Spears is like, fuck you, I've gotta hit my move and get the glory. And, and then I and I see that as Janela is a cockroach you can't get rid of. You can't kill him. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think it helps both of them. I, and, and to his credit, I do think it helps Sean Spears a little bit. It showed a little bit more of his ruthlessness. showed a little bit more of his arrogance. I think the problem with him is he has such a subtle heel gimmick that it's kind of hard for him to <clears throat> get over, to get when you're, the point across. You know what I mean? When you're the same roster as... Pack and you have the inner circle. Yeah, I think you're. I think what your issue is, he's too subtle a heel for the role he's in. Yeah. He needs to be. Uh, he needs to emote a little more. Yes, and <clears throat> I think that would help. I think he's too. I think because I feel like he's, he's trying too, to be. He's too dead face. He's trying to be like you know when Steve Austin he's first. Too cold. He's too for, cold. I was gonna say when it's like when Steve Austin first debuted as Stone Cold. He was doing like the ruthless kind of like silent killer. Like, well, I think that that's cold, Stone Cold. He's kind of that kind of yeah. heel, and I think he needs to like turn it up a little yeah. bit. But I, but like I said, I think he's doing fine. He just needs to turn the volume up a little the bit, tag, and that'll push him over the edge. Then the tag team match, which uh, I think if they didn't have the opening match, I would have liked more. But this one was just like, nah, it's fine. I'm still not digging the SCU was the choice. Um, I could. I don't want to sound like that guy, but I feel like. Going with the tag them as the tag for the tag team titles to me is like I don't want to say it's their quote unquote gold watch if that makes sense. I definitely think like <clears throat> it was like you know what you are, like I think it was their careers made them earn it. Like it's like you know what this is your you know we're gonna Except honor you guy. we're gonna honor yeah for, well for Frankie Kazarian it's like you know here's you know this is our way of honoring you for everything you've done yeah. laying the foundation you, for us Daniels. and for Scorpio <laughs> well I don't think honestly I don't think Christopher Daniels wants a title I, I, in, think, in, he's, I think at he's all. Doing. Um, 
And but like with Scorpio Sky, it was like because Scorpio Sky is younger than them, not by much, Scorpio but he's still Sky younger. He's only thirty five. He could be a single Sky. And like for him, it's it's so weird. I think it's like for Kazarian, it's validation, and for Sky, it's an elevation. Yeah. And I think that's why they did it because you look at the Lucha Bros, they don't need the belts. They're fucking <laughs> popular as shit. Yeah. You look at Private Party right now, they don't need the belts because not only they're popular as you shit. Got, you gotta build that shit up. <clears throat> but I think with proper build, not only will will they be a great tag team champions, but I think they're tag team champions you're going to talk about for years to come um, as well. But this match was okay. There are a lot, yeah, a lot of, there was a lot of high, like, fast yeah. paced stuff. There was a lot of, um, again, the tagging was enforced, which, you know, for a match like this really surprised me. Because um, I really thought this was going to be utter chaos as far as that goes. Um, I will, one thing I did notice throughout the match was, Lucha Bros tagged their their cells in like you know like Penta to Fenix and vice versa. There's a lot more of tagging strictly between Lucha Bros yes. than <laughs> like SCU to yes. their partner and then uh, Private Party to their partner. Um, Mark Quinn with that beautiful shooting star. Press. That will never be a finish. Uh, Make it a finish. It's the finish. I just it's oh a beautiful my, move. It's Why? that thing. Not only is it a thing of beauty, but the way he crashes down, it gives me five star frog splash vibes. Yes. Um, Penta and uh, Fenix, they did the <clears throat> Uno Dos Tres super kicks. Um, they even teased a Fear Factor, the package power driver, on the uh, on the chair. I think there was a, a counter to the the Penta driver where he picked him up. And I think I, I want to say it was Isaiah Cassie, but it might have been Mark Quinn. I couldn't tell because the way he holds the move, you can't tell who it is. And they kind of like when he went to do the flip. To, to drive them down, they flipped outward and landed on their feet. I thought that was pretty cool. <clears throat> uh, but SCU picks up the win with the SCU later and retain the belt. And then uh, and fucking the Lucha Brothers, they're like, pissed off. They got the chairs. They beat them up. Lights go out. Yeah, the lights go <clears throat> out. And, now, then, and, and we're looking at the – I don't know about you. I was looking at the ramp. I thought someone was, was going to show about the ramp. But no, they go to – the lights come back on and there's a second Pentagon Jr. And you're like, what and, the and they, fuck? And they do the fucking doink at WrestleMania 9 thing. Yeah. The mirror thing where he's he's like looking all weirded out. He goes he does the, the Cero Miedo sign. The copies do it too. All of a sudden, beats him up, hits him with the angel's wings. Surprise! It's Christopher Daniels, but not just Christopher <clears throat> Daniels, because he's got the Pentagon makeup on his mouth, <clears throat> but when he takes it off, he's got the onk painted yeah. on his eye. Yes. Now, I don't know if that means anything going forward, but to me, that says, we're not getting bad influence, Christopher Daniels. Again. This isn't the addiction. <clears throat> this is an SCU. This is the fallen angel, the, the like Christopher Daniels. And if that's what we're getting, I'm on board. <clears throat> yeah. So next is the women's title match. It was Riho versus... Emmy uh, Sakura. Emmy Sakura. I was not. I was trying to get the first name. Oh no no! I, I, I no, forgot I, her first name. No, it's <clears throat> not you. I just wanted to. I just wanted to say because everyone keeps calling her Sakura. It's Sakura, Sakura, or Sakura. If you don't want to do Sakura, if you don't want to do that accent. Yeah, but the point <clears throat> is it's not Sakura. It's Sakura. It's not Asuka. It's Asuka. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But anyway, they have a pretty decent match. Um. It. What hurts the match is until to that last night. I didn't know like, that there was a video package for Riho and Sakura. And, you're, and, and you're it was like, a good video package for like, me as well. Where the fuck was this the entire time? I know, because I remember watching it, and I was watching this, I was like, I thought the same thing. I was like, why didn't they do this before? Because like, it was everything you needed to know. Apparently, Kenny Omega posted on Twitter, like, 
uh, in the past promotions they've been on, they wrestled 23 times. That's nice information to have. Yeah, like, like you that's don't have thing. to show the footage, but you can say it. But and, and the thing is, I've seen like interviews, promos, video packages. I see them uploading them to the YouTube, and I see them <clears> uploading them to the Twitter, whatever, but they're not putting them on television. You've got to put them on television. Yes. You've got to, because here's the thing. The hardcore fans, yeah, they're going to see it. They're yes. going to go to the YouTube. They're going to go to the Twitter, whatever. Casual fans, not going to do that. It's like... I'm not saying don't appeal to the hardcores, but you have to like do those little things that could turn a casual into a yes. hardcore. Um, and, and like then, I said, and then you say this was this was on a YouTube page. This was on a dark. Yeah. This was on YouTube. Then they can go to your page. You get more people. Now, now see, now see people like me who already like know who Emi Sakura is, know about her situation. Riho, you don't need that stuff. You already know. But for those who don't know, it's nice. You know, that's the thing people I think need to understand. You can't just because you know doesn't mean they know. Doesn't mean means the other person doesn't know. So it's always good to keep everybody in the loop so everybody happy. <clears throat> yes. Uh, but I really like this match. I think this was a wrestling match there was a there were holds there was counters there was there was you know you had a lot of like really good like running strikes between the two of them the problem with Riho is if I have is whenever she has a match like a title match with someone I'm always like why don't they have the title like Sakura that's someone that's super good that you can build around a, 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 a roster with well and one of the things <clears throat> I do like about Riho and why I think her style is a little refreshing based on her size is they don't make her super well, super girl in this case. They don't like they don't make her do all these big power I do, moves I do that take you out of most it. Most of her wins are roll-ups. But I'm saying they don't <clears throat> do things that like take you out of it. Her 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 style is based on it. So there's a lot more grappling, there's a lot more counters, there's a lot more submissions, there's a lot more strikes. Because remember, and you used to be you used to be quite thin in your in your younger days. When you're thin, you're bony. And you got bony-ass elbows, bony-ass knees. Those strikes fucking hurt. <clears throat> but then you got Emmy, you know, who, you know, she taught everything Riho knows. But she didn't teach her everything that she knows. And she was busting shit out left and right as well. Emmy Sakura, like, she's 43, but I think she's just, she can go just as hard as anybody. And it was nice. That before Male match, or female. She, before the match, she started getting a little emotional like, when they were saying her name. I think it's like, oh. she's on pay-per-view, she's... Oh, this had to be a this had to be a yeah. huge deal for them because not only their relationship, but knowing what this means for Japanese women's wrestling to be on pay per view one on one for the title an American promotion, and then after the match when it was over, Riho was able to get the win over Emmy, and they have the the embrace like basically Emmy passes the 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 Joshi torch as long as to Riho, and I thought that was I thought that was just a really nice sweet moment. As long as this Riho match ends up, this Riho run ends up, I'm not digging her as champion i feel like she could be champion down the road but maybe not your first that makes sense you know maybe down the road you can build her up as a true underdog but she won the match and nyla rose is an afterthought and unless this ends with awesome kong squashing her like a bug i don't see where this goes i will i i will say i i am well i do disagree i am a fan of riho winning the title i do think riho winning the title should not have meant essentially a demotion for Nyla Rose. Yes. I feel like what they should have done was kind of like re, like Rocky 3. Have Riho, you know, she wins the champion, she's winning all these matches that in Nyla's mind is like they you know, she's a paper champion. She's winning all these easy matches. She's losing paper. She's win, she's losing all these easy matches, but she won't fight me. She won't fight Nyla Rose. And I think that's I I I'm surprised they didn't do something like that. Like it's right there. Riho's Rocky, she, she, Nyla's Clubber Lang. Build it up, 
to you, you get you to what you kill uh, Riho's manager. Riho has a manager. Yeah, they have a heart attack. Oh, oh, oh! She gets Ami Sakura. She she dies in a heart attack backstage. Yeah, and then they give her a Jewish <laughs> funeral. Yeah, Apollo Creed's there for some reason. <laughs> Um, Adrian, oh, right, right here. Adrian shows up to give her a hug. You know, it'll be great. But I'm, I'm just There's saying. There's a robot. Oh, wait, that's fine. It doesn't have to. I'm just saying. It doesn't have to be exactly like, like Rocky Three. But I'm saying, like, but that's something you could easily do with <sighs> Nyla Rose. Like, she could even say, like, yeah, you know what? I was a little too cocky for my own good. <clears throat> I took my talents for granted. I took my size, my strength for granted. I took I took it easy on everybody. <clears throat> yeah. I was too I was too into my. I, I basically I believe too much in my own hype <clears throat> yeah. to look to look through and realize that everybody in this roster <clears throat> is a worthy competitor. And but I'm yes. even but I'm even more so. Right, so. You know, and so like she just goes on a tear. That's what I need to see out of Nyla Rose. All right, so we're running out of time. So let's, let's get to these matches. <clears throat> um. The main event, the well, main the, event, the the, <clears throat> the the sanctioned main event, <clears throat> yes, was uh, Chris Jericho the champion, la champion, la champion versus Cody, undesirable to undeniable. With oh, MJF. <clears throat> so they both have. Oh, so Chris Jericho has Jake Hager, and then you know MJF. So they have quarter yeah. man, which is nice. Yes, <clears throat> which I like. I said I <clears throat> like that. I think that's something title matches need. Like they <clears throat> do it a lot in Mexico. They do it a bit in Japan. It's something I like. Let it adds. Ask. It adds a sen- Another. It adds another potential finish. Let me ask and you. And you'll understand God. why I say that. How long did this match was? It felt like at least half an hour. Twenty nine minutes and thirty five seconds. Okay, so. <clears throat> Um, I thought it felt like twenty minutes, but I liked <clears throat> how they did it. Everything, you, every major thing that happened had time to breathe. Yeah, it wasn't just boom, 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 boom. Like they Cody's like, mom. They the like, blood. oh my god, <clears throat> seeing Cody's mom there. I'm not gonna lie, teared up a little bit. Uh, the Jake Hager, you're out of here. Oh yeah, but like it was like, but everything had enough time to breathe, and you got to digest it. It wasn't <clears throat> there, there wasn't like you remember like you remember a lot of stuff like like, 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 like like when he tries to do the Judas effect and get caught into the cross, crossroads. Yeah. Or when when uh, Aubrey's like telling him you know, ejecting Jake Hager, you know Jericho whacks Cody with the belt, and then he does the Eddie cell, which you know was kind of dumb in that moment because once he disposes of the belt, just cover the guy. Yeah, I don't understand why he did the Eddie thing, but you know whatever, it's heat. <clears throat> um, just a lot of great stuff. Uh, I think my favorite, one of my favorite things was at the very beginning. Uh, so this, so uh, November 9th is Chris Jericho's birthday, which is the night of Full Gear. And you know we're wishing happy birthday to the ha- to the heel because you know wrestling fans are stupid. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the whole night I was booing the heels, cheering the faces. That's what you're supposed to do. Um. And so everyone's like, "Happy birthday!" And at one point, and like he's soaking on it, and all of a sudden he just gives everyone the finger and tells everyone to f- to go fuck yourself. To which everyone's like, "Fuck your birthday!" Like, why didn't you just say "fuck your birthday" from the beginning, guys? Like, because they want to be like, "What's small?" And we like Chris Jericho, but they tell just him bad with us. So now we tell him, the- just tell him you like him. What's up. I don't understand that. Why do we have to? Why do we have to work? Why do we have to break kayfabe at the arena? Why not just tell him on Twitter? Tweet him out. Tweet him a happy birthday. You know that's all you got to do. Why you got to bring it to the to the <clears throat> matches and fuck up the booking? Um, I was just saying. I was about to say. Oh, that. Cody! Cody took that nasty spill over the top rope onto bust, the ramp, bust himself busting up. himself open. Uh, they even had uh, I think it was Doc Samson, which <clears throat> I found out that was his actual last name. I thought it was like a joke about like the comic book character Doc Samson, and that's just what they called him. But he <clears throat> really is named um, Doc Samson. There was uh, he he was cleaning him up while he, did, was, while he did. But the way they did it was really good. So. Is- 
Well, I'm saying, so while they're cleaning him up, which would get booze from people, Jericho's in there getting heat, and he's, yeah. like, pissing everybody out. So you don't even notice what's so, going on with Cody, and so he's absorbing all the heat that them cleaning up the blood would have gotten. I, also, I thought that was a nice touch. I want to briefly say this before we get the rest of the match. This is also the time where guys were getting a little too drunk. <laughs> a little too drunk. There's a guy in our, in our section chanting CM Punk. Apropos guys, of nothing. Guys, I understand you like CM Punk. He well, quit wrestling six years ago. Enough. But here's the thing. Enough. But here's the thing. <clears throat> Literally everyone else in our, oh, yeah. not just our section, in the entire, like, area we were in was just, like, giving it to this guy. What do you <clears throat> told him to go kill yourself? Like, I get it. You want to be funny. You want to make funny. You, 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 you drink. You're drunk. You're so funny. You're not. It was funny when CM, when you're, you're protesting going to be a year out, like within a year of CM Punk quitting. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's fine. Two years tops. <clears throat> but it's been six years, guys. But not only Enough. that, but like, Enough. it goes back to what I said the last time. <clears throat> Nobody likes funny. drunk people. Drunk people. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants to be around you. Either, either, stu- either get help for your alcohol problems or just drink at home is it dangerous yes but at the same time you're not a danger to anybody else only to yourself and if you're drinking to get drunk like that you're intentionally you're making yourself a danger anyway so you might as well be a danger where you can't hurt anybody else i'm not advocating it i'm just saying if you must drink and get drunk and try to ruin anybody's night just ruin your own yeah i'm gonna say so the match So so Jericho, Jericho's hitting everything he can. He, he hit the crow baker. He hit the lion salt. <clears throat> he hit. <clears throat> he tried for the juice effect, but as yeah. you said, he got. He, he ate got the nice walls of Jericho roads. wasn't enough. The crowd, by the way, was all into Cody. <clears throat> oh were, God, yeah, they were all in. But anyway, oh Cody's <clears throat> a made fucking man. So. So he's got so he's like fuck. I'm gonna do the lion. Tamer. Yeah, he brings <clears throat> in the lion tamer, and really, he doesn't just get it. He. <clears throat> Digs it. I've never seen him get that deep yeah. with the lion tamer. And then MJF's like, it's his friend. MJF. I think the towel's a little too obvious. I think he But that's how you do it. I know, he should have. They should have established the towel like at the beginning of the match. Uh, to be fair, they may have established it on commentary, and because okay. we were live, we didn't see it. So that's another thing. We haven't watched it with the commentary yet. So I don't so some of these things may have been explained so he, in commentary. So he's like, it's my friend. He throws in the towel. Yeah. The crowd is pissed off at And him, I was yeah. well, I was a little pissed because remember I accidentally spoiled it for myself because I said would it count as throwing in the towel if he throws in the scarf? And I was like, I shouldn't have said that. I, that's probably what they're going to do now. <clears throat> and that's exactly as Wade said. That's what happened. Uh, and Jeff and, throws in the towel <clears throat> for Cody. And then Jericho's celebrating the inner circle with a little bit of the bubbly, hoisted on the shoulders. Everyone's bowing him, <clears throat> being a bunch of pieces of shit. They're booing him. Yeah. Well, no, they're not bowing to him. They're booing. No, 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 no. No, no. It's inner, just cir- inner circle. Oh, okay. The inner circle. <laughs> inner circle I thought you meant like, the fan. I, like the fan. I, was, I don't want the people to get the wrong idea. Circle, you see Jake Hager and Sammy. It was weird seeing Jake Hager do it because he's just like stand around. Yeah. Kind of guy. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, like, a little bubble. And then there's a moment where like, there's a moment where I thought Cody was going to turn on. No, I even said that. I was like, oh shit, what if Cody gets pissed and turns but, on NJF? You're like, it's like, I twi- feel bad. It's a swerve, bro. I feel bad because, you know, like, oh man, MJF's his friend. They're friends. And he was just looking out for his friend. And then right when they're standing with each other, they got their his hand on his shoulder. And I'm thinking to myself, 
Oh, no. And then right in the middle when I said no in my brain, he kicks him in the ding-ding. Kicked him in the <clears throat> ding-ding. And remember, I told you, I said, tonight's the night. I said it when we were waiting in line. I said it when we got to our seats. And I it, said it when the match started. It was, I was an like, excitement. You were like, it's, oh, no, tonight's the night, isn't it? Yeah, it was like, it was like tonight's the night. I can feel it. I was like, I can feel it in the air. Tonight's the night, and tonight was the night. He kicked him in the ding-ding. <clears throat> and let me tell you. That was a crescendo oh. of booze. Yeah. That was a bit that was a a a a a, a Grand Canyon sized echo <clears throat> of booze. Yeah. On MJF. Someone even threw a bottle at him and like water got everywhere. Apparently that, that fan got ejected, which is Apparently that <clears throat> fan is an indie wrestler as well. Oh, okay. No, no, <clears throat> no. That doesn't mean he was a plan. I'm just saying. Yeah. Apparently he was. So But either <clears throat> even either way, I don't give a fuck. That was great. That's how you fucking do it. Well, well, Twitter doesn't agree. Well, Twitter doesn't agree with a lot of things. So Wade. they don't agree. They think they the should fucking twatter. They should have waited longer. Here's a legit tweet that someone said from Randy McNumnuts. Yeah, from Randy McNumnuts. Someone said, <clears throat> "Horrible. Should have waited longer and turn itself to turn itself was lame. So, so turn itself was lame." <clears throat> and I should have said, if they would have waited longer, then you would complain they didn't pull the trigger sooner. That's how it would work. And then he's like, nope, going through my history, I've been steadfast in that I wanted them to hold off turning MJF for as long as possible. That said, I've been I've been fine with it tonight if they haven't done it a way that was completely heartbreaking. They whiffed on that, where I said, okay, boomer, how did they whiff that? <laughs> The dude literally threw in the towel on Cody's only shot for the title, only to reveal he did on purpose to fuck him over in front of his mom and the whole world. Sounds like a heel. He got booze. Job complete. <clears throat> I thought it was. I thought it was great. But everyone's just like, it should wait longer. I'm gonna straight up say it. I always thought it was weird that MJF was in Nightmare Family on TV when he's cutting his heel promos. I think the sooner you take him away, the better he's going to be. Well, they, I think <clears throat> deep down they wanted to give him an extra, like, at the time, <clears throat> per, like, put out this extra layer, like, yeah, he's a piece of shit, but one person also, was able to get through Why wait to longer it. when we know what's going to happen? That is true. I mean, when you can see it a <clears throat> mile away, like, we, people have been... Stop being... Bad. Well, no, Stop being here's the thing. People thought the turn was going to happen so many times on Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, why... But And they, they saved they, it for a pay-per-view. They, oh. they saved it for a pay-per-view. What else are you supposed to What's do? What's MJF's going to say? How's he going to explain himself? Well, I guess I'll tune in on Wednesday. And I'm saying, we don't know what their WrestleMania pay-per-view is. Is it all out? Is it double or nothing? <clears throat> you know, we don't know what their big pay-per-view of the year is yet. They haven't established what it is. How full gear might have been. We don't know. But stop being a bunch of whiners. But here's, but yeah, and this wait, this is why I gave up. This is why I gave up on quote unquote the quote unquote smart fans a long time ago. Those fans are never satisfied. They're not yes. gonna. They're not. They're, they're gonna point out what they don't like. Let me put it this way: If AEW was perfect to them, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna find another wrestling show to complain about. Here's that's, the, that's the thing. If they don't have anything to complain about in in over here, they're gonna find something over there. Here's the thing. It's just what they do. Years ago, you were like, "We need an alternative from WWE." 
You got it. You don't want it. But there's so many things you can. But <laughs> here's the saying. thing. Here's the thing. There's so many things you can watch if you don't want to watch WWE or AEW. You can watch NWA Power. You can watch Impact on Access and Twitch. You can watch New Japan on New Japan AAA. World. You can watch All Japan on All Japan yes. World. You can watch Dragon Gate on uh, even, Dragon Gate Channel. Even, you watch DDT. You can watch Sardom. You can watch. <laughs> Uh, you can watch. Uh, um, you can get, you can get the PWG DVDs. You can get the Shimmer DVDs. You can watch Ring of Honor. I don't know why you'd want to, but you could. There's you women's could, wrestling. Yeah, you could watch. You could watch. Uh, you could watch women of wrestling. You could watch. You could watch, watch CMLL on YouTube. No, Glow Glow's a regular TV show. I know, so but like, like, you could watch CMLL on YouTube. Oh, here's one. You can watch. Uh, you watch AAA on Twitch. Here's one. Uh, you can even watch like for us, like uh, Maryland Championship Wrestling, MCW Wrestling. You is, watch it. Yeah, they have their own streaming sites. I'm sure others do. Yeah, find out what your local. Find even your local garbage bag CZW. Yeah, you can. I'm not gonna go that far now. I will. Game Changer Wrestling, MLW, MLW. You could, like I said, find your local promotion, support them. Someone's backyard. You know, you don't have. Here's the thing: if you're just, if you just want to watch the popular wrestling, that's fine. But admit it, own up to it. If that's all it is, is you don't want to watch these ones because they're not popular. Guess what? I watch CMLL because I like it. I don't watch it because no my friends. No one else his friends get. No, script. none of my friends. None of my friends watch it or AAA for that matter. You've, got, the, you've dabbled in AAA. I'm at the point where just too much wrestling for me. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I just love wrestling. If you love, here's the thing: if you love wrestling, it doesn't matter what other yeah. people are watching. Just watch it. And you know what? Talk about the good things. Point Bring is, up. Here's the thing: bring up what you like. So they'll keep doing it. Because here's the thing. Bringing up what you don't like doesn't change anything. Yeah. So why don't you try bringing up what you do like so maybe they can emphasize it more and, and then maybe and, do a little less of the other stuff. Point is, the crowd inside where we were sitting had a blast. They were booing the fuck out of MGF. So it fucking worked. I don't <clears> think <throat> there was one person in, in that arena that was disappointed yeah. except Cody. Yeah. Oh, poor Cody. His <laughs> mom was there. Like, oh man, that sucks. Oh, because uh, the reason I didn't say Cody's mom because she wants she's gonna gouge that man's eyes out. Um. <clears throat> so then it leads to the longest match of the night, which was the unsanctioned match. It was uh, Thirty unsanctioned lights out. Spoiler. Gotta throw that lights here's out. Here's a there. spoiler for everyone that was not there live. Lights did not go out in the arena. Yeah, if they went out Just on television, I was gonna say if they went out on television, it's a TV effect. But either way, I'm spoiler. So I give one star because lights <laughs> never went out. Um, I'll say this: if you didn't watch this match <clears throat> and you have was it a match, it was a fight. Whatever. The <clears throat> point of the the point of the there matter is wrestling matches. Point of the matter is if you did not watch this match, if you want to look up pictures, if you want to watch the match itself, warning: it is not for the faint of <clears throat> heart. Children probably should not watch it, but, you know, if they <clears throat> must. And if you are of weak constitution or have a weak stomach, seriously, have a vomit bag. Uh, I'll say there's uh, – I've been going ham on Twitter just ripping motherfuckers. <clears throat> anyway, um, so – Because I don't know how to feel about it. I felt <clears> – <throat> and I'm not saying I hated the match because I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I felt dirty <clears throat> after this match. Well, I felt like we witnessed, like – so many counts of attempted murder. Well, I'll say this. PWI, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, tweeted, Boxley wins a needlessly long, needlessly dangerous, and needlessly gross match. This was the worst at AEW. Thanks, PWI. Stick to your your, uh, your lists. Your great list. 500 lists. Anyway, uh, also, they never ever talk about Terry Funk or Mick Foley 
or oh, the, if this was bad, you obviously never heard of New Jack. Well, yeah, <clears throat> and well, and that's the other thing. It's like I, so I, you have I don't, two trained professional athletes. I, I was gonna say I wouldn't go the New Jack route, but I would say you, you know Mick Foley and Terry Funk, and I'll throw Terry Gordy in there as well. They even had a picture. They had they had you know they did you know their best. They're well known for their King of the Death Mat the the, the death matches. I guess you're only allowed to have death matches in Japan. Also, that's for not them to be a okay. great cover they have of a bloody Ric Flair. I'm just saying, guys, this was tame from Moxley's standpoint. This was, there's no light tubes. I mean, the glass. Honestly, a light tube would have been safer than some of the shit they did. If there was glass in that bag, it was probably 10% glass, uh, 90% sugar glass. Fuck you, that was real glass. Sugar glass still hurts. But fuck you, that was real glass. It's real to me, damn it. I'm just saying, like, the spots they did. They took them as safe as they could, really. Let me put that. Let me put it this way, Wade. When you watch them do the stuff with the glass, even if you knew it was sugar glass, oh no, would you? No, no. Let me put it this way. Let's say, let's say before the show, they're like, just let you know, we're gonna do a thing with glass. It's sugar glass. When you're watching it, did you think that's sugar glass? No, you were watching. It, you're like, oh my god, he's cutting it with fucking no, no, no. glass. No, <laughs> that's no, what I'm saying. No, you like, can ask. You were sitting next to me live. My face was, my hand was in my face. Like, oh my god, what the fuck? And, and you know <clears> what? They I, did. And when you're watching it. Treat it like it's glass, but it's been a day. I still think it's right. Re- it was regular. I'm glass. just saying, like some of it might have been, but not all of it. I the just way it was, the way it was shattered. It looked like it was sugar glass. I'm just saying, <clears throat> considering who John Moxley is, I think he'd be pissed <clears throat> if that was sugar glass. I'm just saying, like the way they hit it, like the barbed wire, like it was safe as possible. Like, like, I'm pretty sure that bed is barbed wire. They trimmed some of the barbs off. Yeah, I will <clears> say, <throat> you adding the, the, the suffix of as possible yeah. is the key, <clears throat> is the key right there. Like, <clears throat> key words. Like, does it hurt? Yeah. But you know what? They It's better than having CCW where, let's be real, you love CCW, but 80%, I don't love CCW, but 80% I like it. of the wrestlers aren't trained and they look sloppy and they might kill themselves. Well, to be fair, it's a deathmatch style. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's when just they what they do. When they look like they're going to die because they're not trained and they don't know how to land on their bodies, <clears throat> then you have something. If you have Necro Butcher doing his thing on his prime on AEW television, sure. But this was fine. Well, because Necro Butcher <clears throat> knew what the fuck he was doing. This was a tame part. John. Mo- I've seen some violent fucking John Moxley matches. Uh, this is a tame one. This is perfect for an unsanctioned match on a national televised uh, product. It's not going over the top like ECW would. You all need to grow a fucking prayer balls. There was one <clears throat> thing that was really over the top. So let's go over. So let's go over some of the craziness. We got. A crash landing suplex to Kenny Omega on a board of mousetraps. I'm not going in any particular order. <clears throat> yes. I'm just what I remember. The mousetraps. We got a camel clutch with the f- the big ass fucking chain. <clears throat> we got slams on the big ass fucking we got, chain. We got the barbed wire broom, the sweeping of the Yeah, bat. we got <clears throat> the so so Kenny got beat up with the barbed wire bat. So getting his, he got his receipt with the barbed wire broom so much so that like not only did he did he get beat with it but as you you were saying Wade he was sweeping him with the broom which here's the thing if you've ever been sweeped by one of the like a, a traditional like wooden stick broom the bristles can, can hurt so that's already bad but then you had the barbed wire like their backs were fucked like I hope I hope they got taped the fuck up after that match because sleeping after that no go um. Let's see. We got a a Tope Con Tope Conio 
or Elo, excuse me, over the top rope from Kenny to uh, Ambr- Ambrose to Moxley to the outside. We got. I'm trying to think what else. Fuck, what else did we get? We got oh, we got the aforementioned broken glass. We got slams on it. We had Kenny. He like he took he broke up the glass, put some in his hand, and then like he he put it in Moxley's mouth and then hit the V trigger with it in his mouth. Um, which eventually led to them. They battled along, along the ramp. And then Kenny, it looks like he's going to throw Moxley over, but he's actually motioning for the young bucks and Adam page to come out. They come out and Kenny's like, I th- like Kenny's like yelling at them. Like, no, do it. You, you do it. Bring it out. Bring it out. And you can tell that the young bucks and page, they like, they really don't want to do it, but it's like, this is their friend. Like, I think deep down it was just kind of like, let's, he needs to just get this shit out of his system. Kenny needs to just get, I think that's the thing with Kenny Omega that I'm noticing with his character in AEW as opposed to New Japan. He has this, he is so laser focused on a goal that it's almost to his detriment. Yeah. Like, his whole goal was to get his first win. And he was so obsessed with it that it was his downfall until he finally got that win. Beating Moxley is his obsession at this point right now. And he's willing to do anything it took. So they come out and they bring a a king size bed frame, not no no mattress, no box spring, just the bed frame covered in barbed wire. So it still has the metal, um, the metal stuff at the bottom that holds the box spring, and it has the barbed wire. So Kenny goes to do a one wing angel uh, to Moxley through it, but. John gets out. He goes to do uh, an at, an attitude adjustment like he did with the off the chips at double or nothing. But Kenny gets out, and Kenny goes to to like knock him into it again. I guess just to just throw him. But Moxley yeah. counters it and superplexes him off the stage through the thing. I mean, they're trying like everyone, security, the Bucks, <clears throat> at Page. They're trying to like cut these guys out of the barber. Like they're stuck. And the whole time, I'm just thinking. I, I even said out loud, I was like, "This is hell in the cell." They would have stopped the match. <laughs> That's all I kept saying. This might have been the <coughs> them making fun of hell in the cell. It may have been even, or just making fun of the fiend as a whole. Um, so they eventually do get out, and I'm so glad because they didn't stop the match. Because I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, like somewhat joyfully, but somewhat like, oh my god, what are they gonna do next? I'm like, oh my god, I didn't hear the bell. This is still going. And then Kenny Omega, they had this, like, it was like a little, like... Unnecessarily proppy-looking thing. And even when we got there, I was, I was like, I, I wonder what that is. I was like, and I should have said, someone's going someone's gonna to go yeah. through that. Well, for I don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah. There's, no, there's no purpose. Yeah, so there's a little incline, a little metal incline with a full gear logo on it. Uh, Moxley's just, like, propping himself up to stay up. And Matt, Omega just comes in and beat Traegers him right through it. Yeah. Moxley's the first one mm. out. That was the thing that surprised me. Moxley was the first one out. They work their way back to the ring. They fight a little bit. And then uh, Moxley pulls out a box cutter and decides, fuck it. He cuts the aprons off, the the two corner aprons, the two aprons off. He cuts the mat, pulls the mat up, and then then pulls the foam that's underneath the canvas up to to keep the, uh, the wood. So they do some fighting. Omega even hits the Death Rider on... Moxley on the wood 
doesn't go for the pin. He goes up to do like that that middle rope Phoenix splash that fucking uh, Pac did earlier that he missed. Well, Omega goes for it and he proceeds to miss. And then he gets the death. He rider. gets up, eats the implant death <clears throat> yeah. rider. One two three. One two three. End of the match. And just Moxley, I I will say this, Moxley looks so satisfied with himself, but you could definitely tell that behind his eyes there was a sense of, next time this match is going to fucking count. Yeah, and uh, and Renee Young was not a fan. Yeah, no, Renee Young on Twitter was not She's like, happy. Not, it's like, what I the hate fuck? this. I hate Stop. this. <clears throat> I still hate oh. this. Like it was it was a good show. To those who complain. I had fun. I'll say this. Shut maybe up. for a maybe for a, well now hold on because you know as you know you've been to enough wrestling shows to know this. Watching wrestling at home is a different look, feeling, vibe than when you go there. So uh, I'm saying for us it was definitely a lot of fun and great. I don't yeah. know what it was like for the home audience. Like I said, we haven't watched it on television yet. Yeah. Um, so think- but overall, I I had a I had a blast. You know, I got my T-shirt that approves that I was there. Yeah. Um, Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, thank this you. This is two hours. But, you know, we had a lot to go into. You know, we had a lot we wanted to get off our chest. You know, I'm getting tired of us saying, like, oh, we, uh, we're we going to keep this short. And then, of course, I forget who you are. And we I, To be <clears throat> fair, I have never said we're going to keep this short. I do because I'm the producer and I like to keep the show. And also to edit this thing. So, fuck. Fuck, fuck my life. Fuck it. No, no, no. You know what? We're tired. You're going to get an unedited unfiltered version nope. of this episode. Nope. Nope. I said it. It's fact. Gotta put the music in. Nope. That's not what I mean. That's Technically, how... everything has to be... That's, anyway, anyway. Like, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Unfiltered, unedited. Anyway, shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. You can shut the fuck up because they have to follow the plugs. So you can follow us on Twitter, Mickadish MCP. You can follow us on Instagram, Mickadish Productions. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mickadish Productions. We have a YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash Mickadish Productions. Yes. Uh, you find... You know, fuck you, Wade. You can watch the the B movie Dental there, and fuck you, Wade. You can watch the Criterion <clears throat> Connection, and fuck you, Wade. You can watch episodes of Soundcheck, and fuck you, Wade. You can watch or listen to old episodes of the podcast on there as well. Also on oh, YouTube, and, and fuck you, Wade, because you got something else you want to say. Yeah, uh, on YouTube, uh, the Criterion Connection. There's not a new Criterion Connection this week, mostly because Joe's uh, birthday. Uh, he has plans, and also you're getting sloppy. We gave you two. We gave you two criterions last week, so I think we were welcome to a break. Um, but we'll come back with uh, with a criterion next week. Um, yeah, unfortunately, just, I won't be. Uh, I won't be on the show this week because I never do it. Uh, except for those few times. Share, subscribe, and share. Share all this. Let's build this Mukadish brand. Yeah. Um. Or you know you could be a piece of shit and not do it. Or so why do you wanna why you wanna be a piece of shit? Or do you like being a piece of shit? Because I don't think you do like being a piece of, shit, you, piece of shit. Fuck you, you can be a piece of shit. But if you're gonna be a piece of shit, you better keep it clean. You know what? No no no. Before you go any further, I just wanna say, you know what? If you wanna be a piece of shit, go ahead. But be a mink and dish piece of shit and share our shit to everyone else. That's it. You know what? That's our fan base. They're the pieces of shit. You wanna be a piece of shit? You hop aboard the mink and dish tra- train. Chew, fucking chew, motherfucker. And until next time, I am Scott the Bot Savage with. Suede Wade. And coming back after his sloppy jalopy of a birthday, Joe, in Kenya, so he thinks. We're here, as always, to remind you to keep it clean. Keep it sweet. But most importantly, you gotta keep it mint condition.